Hey, how's it going guys? How is our community doing today? Uh, today we are in for a special treat. Welcome back to the <laughs> All In Podcast. If you are live on Facebook right now, we appreciate you. And uh, for those of you that are tuning in later to YouTube and uh, iTunes, thank you so much for uh, your continued support. Today we're in for a special treat. Um, I have my own spiritual mentor here, Mr. Christian Doc Ferris. I have his brother, uh, John Ferris. They're all the way from uh, Florida. And, uh, you know, I'll just start by introducing myself. My name is Carlos Reyes. I'm a serial entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona. And Alex Sines, guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, started at the age of 18 in entrepreneurship, now 22. And uh, the Lord has blessed me with a journey that I could just never imagined. Mm, mm. Here we are. Let's go. Yes, sir. First and foremost, gentlemen, thank you so much for being here, man. Thank you for, thank for you, everything. Bro. Love you, man. Love you guys, thank man. You thank you. Man. I know that uh, <laughs> it was funny. He was just coming to kind of just, you know, he's just coming to uh, <clears throat> just meet up, you know, for us to kind of meet up. and. Uh, Carlos, I was coming things. for a hat. He I was coming for a hat. For, <laughs> hat. for, yeah, yeah, for about six months, and, he says. And, uh, <laughs> he said he to fly here and I'm that. like, you know what? If you're going to be in town, you, you, you want to do a podcast? You know, and we're, you don't believe it or not, if you ask these guys, we're very, very, very selective of who we bring on the podcast, right? Yeah. We never want to be one of those people that just water down, you know, the the service to you know to, to the community and and you guys are a great choice mm. you know you guys are a great choice this podcast is i mean as our community already knows it's not all about real estate it's not mm. all about business mm. That's right. you know it's about mindset you know spirituality i mean just trying to be the best versions of ourselves in every way possible so uh, today people are in for a treat i know that god is going to bless this episode and um, before uh, we get going and we start asking you guys a bunch of questions, right? Um, I want to, I'm, I'm going to take the time to share this with some people. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Can I share? Yeah. Um, and then I'm also, um, I'm going to share this with people. And I also want to start out with a prayer after I'm done sharing from, from you, if that's okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because people need to get served today, man. I cannot wait for this. So, all right, let me see here. How are you guys feeling today? <clears throat> How are you guys enjoying this weather? We brought the blessing. You did bring the <laughs> blessing. My, my brother brought a raincoat. I'm like, dude, we're going to the desert. Yeah. Like, always, man. But you guys get what, rain five times a year? Yeah, we're probably. Here. <laughs> we're here for two of those days. We haven't had back-to-back -back rainy days in God knows when. So you guys are loving this, right? We get oh, it, yeah, like, yeah, Tampa this. gets it 15 days a month. So. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Damp um, 15 days a oh, month? A stretch, but it was, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, no. There's a lot of rain, During man. the summertime, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Did you share it to our group yet? Yep, everything. Our group? Yep. Okay. All right, let's yeah, I just want to say thanks for having us, guys. We, uh, <laughs> just being in the office here, just seeing how legit everything is uh, that you guys have going on. It's, uh, I know your listeners know and, and those that are watching, but uh, uh, we've been following you for a while and just love seeing what God's doing through your lives and how, it, uh, how the blessings are starting to expand now. There's no other explanation than the Lord. You know, we always say this among ourselves. You know, we say God is literally the spear, like the, the, the head of our spear, you know, yeah. literally. Like, that's how we feel. Like, we, we can't be this lucky. You know, we can't be this blessed. <laughs> right. We're not this talented. You know, I feel like just when God's working, I mean, it's, it's just 
a lot of momentum going your way. So yeah. uh, we're very appreciative of that, man. So well, you you know, I mean, when you when when God is doing, you know who you are, and when you're seeing something as extraordinary as what's happening here. And again, you know, this is my first time in the offices here. So when we walked in, and, and you know, I've and known you, I've, I've known of you and know you guys for two years since 2017. Yeah, that's right. And we finally like here we are. Yeah, yeah but you see it online, right? You see all the yeah. stuff that you guys are doing. You see it online, but then when you actually visit it, you see it go. Oh, this this is legit. I mean, there's a real thing <laughs> going on here. And it's I was immediately I was impressed. So I'm, I'm just really so proud much. of you guys. It's really cool to see. Yeah. And and these days, right in in a in a world of smoke and mirrors, I was right? just gonna say, man, it's you easy just, to to build it up. Don't know that's who's right. who. That's, that's right. You know? That's and uh, once you get in here and feel the energy and feel what you know what our community is really about, uh, I think that's when people are like, okay, all right, these guys are real. So well, when we left here yesterday, that one of the, our big takeaways was that these guys are the real deal. And it's not you guys are not just about building an organization. You care about building people, yeah. and I think that's what sets you guys up head and shoulders above other people. You know, wow. other organizations, and so you can see it, you can feel it here. In fact, we were talking, you know, we were talking on the way back from dinner last night. You're like. Yeah. I love going to work. Like, I love being there and being around the people. And that's important, man. So. Yeah, well, I was telling him that uh, every time I leave my, my apartment, the, <laughs> the map says uh, going home. And it's but it's coming to work. That's, that's amazing. That's, like, that's amazing. My, my map thinks that office is home. Yeah. Does you hear so much? Yeah, so much. Yeah. I love it, man. So uh, yesterday after our day that we spent together, um, we all think uh, we're all always on the same wavelength, you know, on the same page. Immediately we call each other, put ourselves on three-way. Recapped. Recap. Hey guys, let's recap the day today, mm. and everybody was like, "It was it was amazing. Mm. It was it was a blessing, right?" It, I mean, me, Sal, and, and Alex were just blown away with just the love, man, the 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 humility, the sincerity. You know, mm. I just want to be surrounded with these kind of people for the rest of my life. Mm. Same, man. You know, mm. no, no matter what level, whether I'm down here or up here, yeah, those are the only kind of people I want in my That's life. Good. Yeah. You know, and God's raising those people up. I mean, and that these communities are starting to. And I know you guys are connected. You're a big part of that. You're helping them. You're helping them find their communities wherever they're at, throughout the nation or different parts of the world now. And uh, these communities are raising up, and it gives us camaraderie. Immediately, you go into the place. You could go from here to Florida. As soon as you walk in, you're finding that camaraderie because the the same spirit, the same energy, all that's moving, and the direction that we're all. We're all, we have that same common commonality and that same belief. I, I already know that. I already know yeah. that, man. So mm-hmm. uh, a quick prayer, yeah, if you don't mind, yeah. sir. Uh, Father, we just thank you so much for the opportunity to, um, to see you move and operate in the marketplace. Yeah. Uh, for, for so many years, um, we have believed that the only place that you can move really is inside the church. And we're just seeing a fundamental shift take place. And uh, the shift is happening in the marketplace. But God, what is so fascinating is that that was really the first century move of God, um, is that everything took place in the marketplace. And, And so I'm just so proud and so honored to be a part of and to be partnered with an organization who are not just about building an earthly empire, but they're also about building the heavenly empire and advancing the kingdom. I pray for everybody that's watching this show today, God, that um, whatever is said is, uh, God, that you use it. Uh, We know that your word doesn't return void. I believe that every time that a microphone is put in front of myself or in front of John, Father, that there is an opportunity for somebody
somebody's life to be changed and transformed, not because of who we are, but because of who you are in us. You do it not because of us, but in spite of us. And so we're asking that you just guide the conversation today, Father, and that um, that somebody is connected, that they connect with the words that are spoken, the mm-hmm. thoughts, the principles that are shared, uh, God, because today, again, is not about how do we make more money, how do we become the wealthiest version. Today is about how do we become the healthiest version. I believe when we become the healthiest version of ourselves, we um, inadvertently become the wealthiest version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so may that just be set free in all of us today. And we pray this in your son's holy and precious name. Amen. 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 All right. Let's do this. <clears throat> Let's do this, man. So we're going to take two to five minutes of just getting to know who you guys are, and we're going to get right to it. Okay. We, I, want, yeah. I want spiritual yeah. breakthroughs today to, to a, a lot of our community, you know, they, they're, they're, they're servants and believers, mm. you know. So uh, let's get to know you guys first and foremost. You guys are brothers, yeah. you know. Uh, who's older? He is. No, I am. No, I am. Okay. Wait, okay. No, I am. Doc's a couple years older than I am. And we grew up in a pastor's home, and we shared a bedroom that was 10 by 10. I go back to when we went back into our parents' house, I look at the room. And by the way, my dad always brought in, you know, we had our friends, but he helped raise other people too with us so in a 10 by 10 room yeah. our entire life that's and you know so we've been that close always wow. yeah. and um is it just you two and we have a sister sister, sister okay. younger yeah. sister yeah okay and, uh, she's a rock star they, oh, yeah. she owns an insurance adjusting company Amazing. in tampa yeah she employs uh about 500 people now all over the united states <laughs> what wow. a blessing yeah, yeah she's a rock star great. what a blessing yeah, yeah. So did, you know, we, did, you guys, we, did you guys grow up grow up in Tampa? Yeah, yeah, we were born okay. and raised there, and uh, grew up. You know, for us, uniquely, we you know our dad was a pastor, and so we grew up in the you know within the church. But he also we started a school, so we grew up. He was our pastor, he was our principal, <laughs> and he was our dad. So it was a really wow. weird and unique. Wow. Yeah. So we couldn't get away with anything, right? Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, but, but we, we did we, Yeah, but, but we, we did, did it all. So yeah. 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 You know, every, I mean, here's what I'm gonna tell you. What they say about pastors' kids being yeah. wild and crazy is it's absolutely true. Oh, brother, true. True. brother, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's we're making it up yeah. for uh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like um, it's like the law. Of the what do they say? The law of um, the law of average. Um, it's kind of like you know you're 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 set to do this, but the law in, in your case with the you know your father being a pastor, he wants you on this path. Yeah. But the law of average is pulling you in the other direction, right? right? Well, you know, it wasn't. It, yeah, it's very true. But what for us, it was that everybody, you know, there's this expectation placed on you. Uh, yeah. of what you had to live up to that we did not which act- is it's, it's pretty high standards yeah oh yeah, do. yeah it's ridiculous right. so we were always like okay we're gonna we're gonna be as as awful as we can because we don't want to live up to that you know let's just get let's just get rid of those expectations yeah, absolutely right now. yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. so yeah but anyway we we were always close growing up and then you know through some different stages and seasons of life there was some um you know some separation in, in our um, in our lives, I yeah, think. in our but journey, in sure. our journey. But recently, um, we both currently pastor church today, which we said we would never do. Right, mm-hmm. we never would pastor, but here we wow. are, we pastor churches. But um, I think more importantly than that, what God is doing um, is a couple years ago, the Father just came and spoke to us, and we were in our abiding and prayer time, and and He said these words. He said, um, "You're not going to spend the last half of your life entertaining Christians, but influencing world changers." Wow. 
And immediately after that, um, God just started opening these doors for us where mm-hmm. we started connecting with high-level entrepreneurs. For I mean, no reason. two years like, ago, I met you guys. Easy, right? Easy. There was no striving. Yeah, right. I mean, it was like God just started doing this stuff, yeah. right? That's the way and it works. And, oh, yeah, of course. And yeah. I'd go home and be like, we'd be like, what is going on? Like, yeah. But it was just a fulfillment to what God had spoken. And so here we are, um, these two and a half years later. Of course, you know what we shared, what we talked about Absolutely. yesterday. If you want to get into it today, we can. But, I mean, the doors are blowing wide open for this message going into the marketplace. And so it's really exciting to see what God is doing. You know, uh, I'm going to mention too, by the way, a lot, a lot of folks are already saying, enjoy this one. I'm tuning in. Amen. So I want to say this. Um, I want to say, you know, you're one of the, uh, probably the only person I, I, I didn't get to hear from John cause I, I wasn't really close to John. I didn't, you know, I didn't pay a lot, a lot of attention to his content. I saw his Instagram yesterday. The guy hasn't posted anything since 2018. He won't do it. Right. I try <laughs> all the time. So He's I'm like, you know what? I was going to follow you, him. I'm like, wait, this guy doesn't post would anything. Would you do me a favor before you leave and tell him how important that is, right? He's people, loaded with people wisdom, need, man. People need to know that. You know, yeah. What yeah. You're, you know what you're doing? You're doing a disservice to the world. Well, I'll receive that uh, if you can get somebody to uh, back me up to do it for me because I don't know how to do it. So. <laughs> you literally... You know. You, you no, have, we, you we, have we a can, smartphone. We can get you on, on a game yeah. plan. And so plan. I know that you're going to be helping him in some yeah. ways, and I know that yeah. you can be helping him. In yeah. Hey, yeah, there absolutely. we go. Yeah. There we go. That's, that's, how, that's, that's how mutual. It's a mutual bilateral yeah, yeah, relationship, yeah, right? That's, uh, there because we go. people need to know, and you don't do enough. Yeah, I know. You don't do enough. Yeah. Like, you don't do enough. You guys are not doing People like me, people like Alex, and other, like you said, other hyper-active, hyper-successful entrepreneurs we love that's the stuff we love mm. that's can, the, there's not enough of that out there i can speak into that which is what's changed in the last couple of years while you're here um so everything we have been doing has been um behind the scenes underground for 17 years so this isn't this isn't anything new for us and there are thousands of entrepreneurs absolutely behind the scenes absolutely that nobody would ever know yeah and it was strategically set that way because it wasn't a t- it was a timing issue. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're seeing now is a, is a mainstream shift. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're seeing a mainstream shift where uh, the entrepreneurs are recognizing their responsibilities. Interesting, if you study the history of capitalism, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want to turn this into a political debate, but uh, uh, speak it's, freely, honestly. It's bizarre. Freely. It's bizarre to me to see the younger generation um, that that. Uh, they start to embrace some of the ideas of socialistic um, government structures, but they never take the uh, the time to, to research what capitalism was established for and what the responsibility of capitalism is. And, and all of our forefathers that built that program, it was built on the basis that the individual would then own the responsibility of their own morality, mm-hmm. have the standards of morality that was set forth by mm-hmm. the Bible. They mm-hmm. just used the Bible, they whether did. they believed for God or lo- not. For a lot of things they, they did. Exactly. In the beginning, for sure. You didn't even have to yeah. embrace yeah. God. Just use the principles because they said, we can't find another book that gives us better principles. a better basis yeah. for principles. And they would take that and they said, now everybody that embraces capitalism has to understand they have a moral responsibility to take that capitalism and build their community. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What we're seeing is a shift now because wow. because of because of corporation, because of corporate America, <clears throat> and, and how the the focus got taken off of the customer and put on the investor. Now this generation that that actually is really pushing forth in their own entrepreneurial um, endeavors, they're recognizing. Wait a second, I'm not gonna. I'm, if I grow to the point where I can be the corporation. 
that's not the goal. The goal is to re- turn around and rebuild my community. So the shift's happening. Absolutely. It's, re- it's a rejection. It's a rebellion. So anybody that has an entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial spirit, they're going to embrace capitalism in a way that says, oh, I have, a, I have a responsibility, and we're seeing that. So the timing of it is now. Yeah. Well, and he's releasing it in the marketplace in a huge yeah. way. And that, that's what's so fascinating, uh, you know, that the Lord told us. You, we've t- you heard me say this. You're like, you're nuts. You're crazy. I said, it's coming out of the marketplace. The yeah. movement of God is coming, and that's what's happening. So it is not a mistake that Kanye West. That was a huge it, victory, yeah. by the way. It, that's not a mistake. Yeah. Right. I mean, w- what is happening right now is you're seeing this shift. At your, we're seeing it in real time. And and so, you know, our encouragement, even to those who are listening to your show today, is um, em- embrace who you are spiritually. See, see there, there's been this, like, there's been this sort of stigma, stigma. and this shadow that mm-hmm. has— and, and again, I'm saying this kindly, no, nothing disparaging against the American church, but it has a lot of it has come out of the church and what the church has created and how it's turned God and Christianity into a religion. And it's about traditions and orthodoxies, and it has to look this way and feel this way and smell this way and sound this way in order for it to be, you know, mm-hmm. for God to move. But what people are realizing is uh, that's not actually true. Like, I, God is moving in my life, and I know that God can move in, in, you know, at my workplace just like he does at the church place, Absolutely. right? And so the encouragement is, is for everybody to who is in that environment, in the marketplace, to embrace who they are and to live it out boldly, right? And mm-hmm. to live it out courageously. Uh, because I do believe that when they step into that, God starts doing the supernatural. You guys are seeing it here. Yeah. You're seeing it in your own marketplace right now, what God is doing in a supernatural way, because you said, you know what? In fact, I love the post you put out a, a week or so ago, Carlos. You said, um, I'm a different—something t- about— mi- I said, uh, I want to be a different kind of millionaire. Yeah. I want to be the, the kind of person that impacts millions of lives. Right, but not for yourself, not for your fame. Mm-hmm. For what? For advancing the kingdom. Yes. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So uh, I, I've come to the realization that— uh, there's only three en- there's only three entities every single day right every single day you're serving only three entities that's right you're either serving the enemy mm-hmm. you're serving yourself mm-hmm. or you're serving god mm-hmm. you know i don't think outside of that you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't i don't know what else but i saw kanye's uh interview for the first time yesterday i was up i posted something on in- instagram mm-hmm. for the first time i actually saw all 48 minutes of it or whatever it was it's astounding yeah. And 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 and, and my answer my questions were answered. Remember when I asked you yeah. I said, "Hey, is this real?" Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what did you guys say about uh, uh the house being divided and what yeah. did you say about so, that? So so in when we when we see the conversations uh, that have been going throughout history for a couple thousand years, the ancients give us the the recorded history of those questions. The same questions we have 2000 years later, the same questions they had, you know, a couple thousand years ago. So uh you, you see this question asked to Jesus, and it says, hey, how do we know if somebody's real, if they're the real deal? And mm-hmm. Jesus gives the answer. He says, first of all, he said, give time for somebody's actions and attitude to, to produce a fruit. Once you see the fruit of their life, mm-hmm. he said, you'll know the fruit of their life will, will dictate to you or tell you exactly where their heart truly lies. I love because that. Because a man can't hide his heart I love in his that. actions and attitude. Eventually it's coming period, out. His, over he can hide it time, with his words. He can hide it with words, but over a period of time, <laughs> yeah. actions and attitude will declare. I tell people all the time, like, I listen to people talk 
but I really watch people mm-hmm. and give them time. Watch Absolutely. somebody the way they live their life. That's right. Watch but, how they yeah. live their life. Well, it's yes. easier. It's easy today for people to create a persona on social media. Very right. easy. I mean, and, and yeah. you know what's again, you know, the, it's the, a little the, sickening, by the way. But but here's but watch this. The Word of God. If you're a follower of Christ, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Mm-hmm. which means you have the power to manifest the spirit of discernment. In fact, he said that we're supposed to discern spirits. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to watch and see. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have to be careful to not just... I, I said this recently in our church. I said, I'm astounded by how many times we will repost something because it's it's a it's a really cool cliche and it sounds... But we never stop to really say, is, is this hold any... Is there any, like, truth behind this? Yeah. Is this real? Yeah. Is this something I should be resharing? You yeah. Know? And so um, we have to watch people like that, and we have to watch their fruits. And I, I'm going to say this to even people who are watching and listening right now. Be careful who you... Be careful who you choose to follow. Be careful who you choose to... To be influenced by. Be in, who you choose to go into business with, who you choose to partner with. Take time, as John said, to watch their fruits. The same goes with Kanye. I'll tell you what's going to happen. There's going to be some things that come against him that are going to be spiritual test. Mm. And that's when you're going to you're going to see the... Re, you know, the, the, if he really is going to be able to pull through and push through that. And, well, and you know, that fruit will be revealed. Yesterday, um, when I was watching, we have 60 people on. It's going to get to 100 here shortly, God willing. Do me a favor, guys. Do me a favor. Which camera am I on, Luigi? This one? Do me a favor. Uh, can you please share this? Because we're going to get really deep very soon. So share this. Uh, I can already sense that it's going to get really deep, and it's going to serve a lot of people. Share this with the min- as many groups, as many people as you can. Agreed, uh, agreed. Yep, take the, take the next minute to do that, please, like as you guys always do. I want as many people to be served uh, right now live because we're also going to be doing Q&As um, with, uh, with Doc and, and John. So, um, so I, I have a question. Yes, so in, in Kanye's case, you, you mentioned a few spiritual tests mm. approaching. How does one prepare for, for that knowing... Mm. Where do you ground yourself? Mm. That's a great question. I, you know, I think, first of all, we, we have part of what we do when we walk people through is what we call abiding. And um, What is abiding? Uh, so, yep. yeah. Yes, I, I really want to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. So in John chapter 15, Jesus gives this crazy awesome analogy of the vineyard, right? And um, he, 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 as he often did, he would create these similes and he would say, you know, he would be walking through this vineyard and he would say, hey, this vineyard reminds me of something. Let me tell you a story, yeah. right? And um, in, in, in John 15, he says that um, as they're walking through the vineyard, he says, you know, my father is the farmer. He's the head of this vineyard, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm, I'm the vine. And mm-hmm. he says, you, you guys are the branches. And he says, if you'll abide in me, he says, and I abide in you, he says, your joy will be full and your joy will remain. Mm-hmm. And what Jesus teaches us is that, um, is that, as we abiders, we're walking with God on a daily basis. Um, the Spirit of God is speaking. So what we're doing as, as followers of Christ, we're literally just staying connected to the vine, right? Here, here, this is why we talk about how much we hate religion, because religion is about striving yeah. and working harder. It's a performance. Like if I work harder, if I do more, then somehow God's going to love me more. Mm-hmm. God's going to bless me more. Now, there are things in the Bible, if you do, God will. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll get into that a little bit. But as, as a follower of Christ, our one job is to do what? Obey. Obey. Yeah, it's not sure. to produce fruit, right? So yeah. a branch, this will ask this question a lot, be like, what's the job of a branch? And people are like, produce fruit. Really? 
cut that branch off, lay it on the ground. Is that branch going to produce fruit? No, it's done. <laughs> so what's the job of a branch? To stay to connected. Stay connected. Mm. Stay That's on. what abiding is. Mm. And so as you're walking with Christ and you're staying connected to that vine, what's happening? The life is being, you're being fed with life. You're being given discernment. Wow. You're being given wisdom. In fact, in John 16, 13, the very next chapter, Jesus follows with this. He says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will mm. guide you into all truth. He will not speak of yourself, but what he hears and sees of the Father, he will speak and show you of things to come. So what it means is, is, is that, you, you know, to, how do I stay prepared? How do I know? I'm walking with God. The Spirit of God is, I'm, is communicating, is speaking to me through the written word, through the rhema, through mm-hmm. the spoken word. And I'm being encouraged by the Father. I know what doors to walk through. I know what doors not to walk through, right? The Spirit of God is the one leading and guiding. I can give you a practical step to answer your question there, Alex, is that um, on, on your phone, if you'll download version, the app, or, it's called U uh, version. U, U, Y O U version, and you can pull uh, any uh, any uh, translation of scripture from U version. It'll download into your in your phone there, and then at night or, or at some time when you're having meditation, start with the Book of Psalms, mm. and and just allow God to speak through the Book of Psalms while you're just laying there. Mm. I promise for people that are that have never done this journey before, and you're you're inquisitive of what. Doc just said. Doc said, and he's he's right about that. Think about a business guy, and I'm I'm friends with billionaires. I've got bi- billionaire business friends, absolutely, who are directed by God in the way that he just said that the decisions they make don't always necessarily make sense from a make sense from a, from, a tangible, from an economical economical right, yeah, yeah right. they don't make sense both ways. I say it all the time. C E N T S and S E N S E. It doesn't make sense. But because they're getting word absolutely that is supernatural in the conversations that they're having through the message that they're listening to and they're they're down literally downloading mm-hmm. God's word into their own heart and mind, mm-hmm. God's speaking to them and they're making these decisions that the rest of the world's going, How's that guy, how's that lady, how are they doing what they're doing? Yes. And God literally is directing their path. And when you ask them, they'll say, God directed my path. Mm-hmm. Like you opened your show up with today, and they'll go, Okay, well, but what's the formula? I just told you the formula. God directed my path. Yeah, yeah. But there are some practical steps to that. Yeah. And having having that word, having the scripture, um, and having a basis or a foundation. The second thing I would say to your question is always have that spiritual mentor in your life that's going to help hold you accountable mm-hmm. during the time of trial. So we're all going through tests, right? Life is life is life. That's right. Nobody's different. Um, you know. I tell people all the time, I say, hey, look, I don't try to compare to your story, but I can certainly relate. Mm-hmm. You know, we can all relate to one another, and, and all humans end up with the same basic, you know, voids, okay? We all end up with the same basic voids. So when we're walking that journey, when we're walking that trial, having somebody that is not in the midst of their trial, that has the strength, that's abiding, that's hearing from the Father, that's walking in the Word with us, that, that's the most invaluable, you know, you can't put a value on that because... Um, they're, they're the ones that are going to look at you and say, Carlos, hey, man, whoa, what just happened in there is definitely not you. Mm. And as soon as they say that, you You just experience that. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. say that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, I say that all the time. Bro. Yeah, well, yeah. it's never. Yeah. No, for, yeah. I forget. And only an egotistical, arrogant man would say, look at me, look at me. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. are you kidding me? Right. Yeah. So <laughs> let me conf- let me, let me wow. prove your theory correct, right? What happened? Uh, what happened? What happened? On the plane ride back, we're working on getting this this two million dollar building, right? Mm-hmm. And God God tells me the day before, for no reason, do not be afraid to walk away from a deal. He told me that. Mm-hmm. 
And there's no, I mean, who, who whispered in my ear and said that to me or, you know, put that in my heart? You know, nobody, you know, it was, it was the Lord, right? Do not be afraid to walk away from a deal. That's right. These guys are playing hardball. I guess the we decision, walked out, we pulled the decision came down to, to me. Right? I was like, Alex is like, uh, whatever. whatever you guys want. Whatever you guys want. So I was like, no, maybe we should move forward. We need to be out of the office. You know, rents, you know, we're not, we're not renting anymore. And I said, you know what, Sal? God told me to not be afraid to walk away from a deal. And my job is to obey. I, we pull out of the deal. And then uh, a day, two days later, they come back and say, hey, 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 guys, hey. <laughs> right? Can you come back to the deal? Right? And then I tell you guys, I said, look, this is what's going to happen. This is what God told me. A, they're going to come back and they're going to agree to our terms now. Mm -hmm. Right? Our game. Or B, God has something much greater for us, and, that's, and right. that's how it's it's just those two options. And then that's exactly Sal just said, Hey guys, did you hear the news? Well, what happened? They agreed to the offer that we sent them. That's right. Praise the Lord. Yeah. You know? That's right. That's just to prove your theory that's right. right. No one uh, we don't have a cheat code if we're you know, and we I'm don't. not nowhere near. This is why yeah. this man is mentoring me on the spiritual level. Mm -hmm. Because we understand, you know, we understand that there's there's levels to this growth, right? Mm -hmm. And 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 my 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 job, uh, my objective, and his objective, and Sal's objective, is to keep growing in Christ, because it's like the closer we get, the 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 more aware that we are, you know. So, seventeen years and, and conscious. I, I still meet with my mentor every Monday morning. I'm seventeen years doing the journey. Yeah. Tuesdays at eleven with this man so far, and it's been uh, it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing, and I've never had a mentor. I've never had a mentor. Never. Well, let me just, I want to say this too, because I think it's important that for all of your listeners who would consider themselves to be, you know, followers of God, spiritual or whatever, don't make the mistake in thinking that God holds his word and only reveals to those who are pastors or leaders in the church or whatever. It does not work that way. Um, there, there are two types of ways that God's going to speak to us, okay? He's going to speak to us through his written word, that's the Bible. And then he's going to speak to us through what is called the rhema word, and that is an utterance. That's what you felt, and that's what you experienced in your I gotta, heart. I got to write that down. Yeah. So he'll what speak. What is that called? The, 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 the logos, which is the written word. He's going to speak to us through logos the word of is God. L-O-G-O-S. Yep. And the written is R-H-E-M-A. Rhema. Rhema. R-H-E-M-A. E-M-A. That's just the Greek word. It's the utterances. Mm -hmm. And and so he's, you're going to hear him speak. Now, here's what's really important. The rhema never contradicts the logos. In other words, his what he's uttering, what he's speaking to you will never contradict. So the Father would not have called you into something to do something that would have violated the principles of getting into debt and overextending yourself, right? So you, the way you, when you heard that from the Father, hey, don't be afraid to walk away from a deal. Okay, like that can be that can be aligned with his word, right? Yep. Don't go into something that's going to hurt you, that's yep. going to hurt your business, mm -hmm. or, or you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, he's not going to. It will never contradict. But I just I think it's important that everybody hears that word that he they can walk with God in such a way. Mm -hmm. Our friend, who you guys know, you're going to be on the phone with him tomorrow. Um, he was in 2007 when the crash was coming. Mm -hmm. And there was a major economic thing. Nobody knew it, did they? In 2007, nobody, nobody knew it was coming. Oh, no, everybody. Everybody was on top of the world. Yeah, yeah. Push He's in his abiding time. Now, by the way, he does not, he does not schedule any meetings after 10 a.m. I'm sorry, before, before 10 a.m. You know why? 
because he's he's at his desk with his Bible in prayer, reading, waiting to hear from God, from God and what he's supposed to do for that day. Now we're talking about a company worth billions. Wow, <laughs> that is amazing. He won't get up from his desk until he hears from God. That see that that's the that's those are the levels I'm talking right. about. You know, so so check this out. In 2007, when everything is soaring, he's in his abiding time. He doesn't move. He doesn't leave. The Father says, "Start selling everything." He's he like, goes, what? Uh, this is counterintuitive. This makes no sense, right? <laughs> so he's like, God, are you sure about this one? Because uh, this is going to be a hard sell to make to my, you know, to, Absolutely. to an office of people who weren't all like following, abiding, hearing from God. Like, that's weird, right? Maybe. But he does it. He knows God calls him into it. So he goes, he goes in, he tells them, and it wasn't easy. They thought he was nuts. But through his leadership and through what he believed, I mean, he was passionate about what he did. They they did over they sold several billion dollars worth of, of buildings, and and you know land and stuff that they had and boom, the crash happened. Boom. Wow. Guess who the he, guess who the leader the hero was? Hero. <laughs> it was oh, his, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the of course he gave God him. all the glory. But then he got to go when it then it was time to buy again, and he was able to get two to three times that because the father and, and I've sat in meetings, guys. I've sat with a guy sitting around him like, but what's the formula? Like, what did you follow? He's like, I didn't. The formula is get up in the morning, open up the word, sit down, and wait for God to speak. Mm. That's the formula. And he will speak. Oh, he does. And when he speaks, write it down. Write have a journal. Your journal. Have your journal ready. And when God speaks, he said, if, if the wow. creator of the universe, and he'll say this to you guys all the time, if the creator of the universe was going to speak to you, don't you think it'd be important enough to write that down? <laughs> journal it. So, so journal it. So yeah, journal it out. Sense, How stupid right? was you? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and walk away and not do anything, you know, not write it so down. So he sits there with his journal. He starts about 4.30 in the morning, and he says he doesn't stop. He won't leave until God speaks. And mm -hmm. God speaks every day to him. God speaks. Wow. I have a question for you guys. Because I, um, we, by the way, can you put uh, Mr. Doc Ferris's at, at follow the doc, right? Um, I have a question. Don't put my Instagram on there. Not yet. 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 We got some work yeah, to do. Got to help him out. <laughs> so, um, you know, recently when we're out, um, it's 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 becoming overwhelming spiritually, but it's such a beautiful thing to see. See breakthroughs. A lot of people come to our events, you know, uh, and and they. What I tell you, I said, it's funny. Like we fool these folks into coming that they're, they they come, they're gonna get like this seven figure formula, which they do. They do. They do. They get the practical stuff, but but they don't. They don't get that until we massage the mind and open up the heart, That's right? Mm. That's right. And then we give it to them, mm -hmm. right? Because now they're in a position of receiving. receiving. Mm. So, a lot of folks, you know, who have been to momentum. If anybody's watching and you and you've been to momentum, you guys know that that's the truth. This event, our our events are unlike any other event because people aren't putting God in their events. Mm. It's too scary. It's too, you know, it's, it's too off the wall. You know, it's, you know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's just too political, mm. you know, it's too mm -hmm. uh, contradicting. So they don't, they don't religion. Let's stay away from it. You know, right. politics, right? Well, you know, it, it doesn't matter because like I said, like Kanye said yesterday, I said, Hey, Hey, the only, the only person we're even, uh, uh, we want to appeal to or, or please is the Lord. So right. it doesn't matter. Right. Mm. That's right. And, and the Lord's going to bring the right people, the mm. right people to our event. Mm. And then he's going to bless those people. Mm. Right. And he's going to filter out all the people that should not be there. All the people that should not be there. He's going to bring the right people. And then it's just going to keep growing. That's just the way we've seen it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I have a question. Sometimes we run into this. Sometimes we run into Hey, my, my faith is not what it used to be. And 
Um, how do I find it? How do I find my faith again? And, you know, how do I know that God is real? And I, I, I give a very small, vague analogy. I say, hey, listen, you know, every creation has a purpose, right? A light bulb was created to give light. A car was invented or created. You know, its purpose is to move people from A to Z, right? Mm-hmm. A mug to hold, you know, liquid, whatever. Do you think that you being the most beautiful, perfect creation on this universe has no purpose? Mm-hmm. That usually is like, okay, wow. All right, I, th- I think you're right. That, you know, that makes scientific sense, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What do you guys say to someone who doubts that there is a heavenly father? Yeah. We, we, you know, we're asked it a lot. Of course, we get in our position, you know, people will come in. That That's a big one. Like, I, I don't, I've you lost can. my faith. Something happened. And what ends up, when, when there's a tragedy a lot of times in our life, guys, is, is that we, we look for somebody to blame for that tragedy. And if we can't find somebody, um, it a lot of times is directed to God. And here's what we'll say. Well, if God, if you're all loving, all caring, all knowing, and you have the ability to stop these kind of painful things, why wouldn't you have stopped this one in my life? That's, that's right. Good. Because as a father, hear that a lot. Yeah. You got you got two daughters, correct? Absolutely. <laughs> if you knew somebody was coming to hurt them and you had the power to stop them, what would you do? I would do it. Right. So it's a, it. it's not an it's not an irrational thing to think. Why wouldn't God do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, because we live in a world that is cursed by sin, and this happened from the very beginning of the fall in the garden, we're, we're cursed by sin. Um, there's going to be evil, and there's going to be these things that exist in life. You know that bring these tragedies. So you're saying you're saying there's two teams on this playing field. Hmm. Well, right? Sure. There's two teams on this playing field. Well sure. Yeah. But but this but this playing field that you're calling the earth, the, the you know, Satan the adversary has been given authority on this earth. Right? So he holds authority on this earth. And so we're we're always going to be until that changes until God, you know, changes that by rescuing His church, or whatever. We're going to always be under that under that curse of sin. But but here's here's one of the things that I I always say to people about believing in God. And when I say God, everybody has a God of their own understanding, right? And so what I see and what I believe about God is going to be different than what He sees, what you see, what you see, because it's all related to our circumstances, our culture, our upbringing, or whatever, right? Um, but very simply for me and scientifically, I have a really hard time embracing that all of this came from nothing. Mm. How does something come from nothing? Not just something, something this spectacular. This perfect. We're driving up to this, these mountains today, first time ever doing this, and we're looking at the, I mean, something as simple as the formation of these mountains going, this came from nothing? <laughs> I don't. I here, you know. I, I I talk to atheists and agnostics a lot. We we have friendly mm-hmm. conversations, debates. Some they believe, of which they are, believe in the Big Bang, right? Big Bang some theory. of which my friends. Well, yeah, they do. But here's what I say. I say your faith astounds me. They're like I don't have faith. I don't have. Faith. I'm like yes, you do. Faith is not a choice. It's a human condition. Every mm-hmm. single person is born with faith, and you're exercising it every day. Mm-hmm. We don't have a choice whether or not we have faith. We have a choice what we put our faith in. Mm. And so I will say to mm. them. I'll say, your faith astounds me that you can buy into a theory, a hypothesis, something that's not even proven, that that something, all of this came from nothing. It's traced back to just sort of nothingness. Um, I just 
can't embrace. It doesn't make sense to mm-hmm. me. So there has to be some intelligent. And they push it. really hard for that, by the way. Well, of course they do. They, yeah. they put a lot of energy and a lot of a lot of time, you know, into into pushing a lot of that faith. agenda. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they put right, a lot yeah. of faith into yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, of course they do. But again, I go it, for me. I look at the vastness of this, and I go. I first say there. Ha- this had to come from something. An intelligent design. There has to be a god or whatever you want to label it, who is behind the creation of this, first and foremost. Secondly, the number one reason we wake up every day, everyone listening to the show, all of a sudden sitting in this room, we wake up to do what? To find and discover the purpose for which we've been put on this earth. Mm. That is the human pursuit. Mm. Why do I exist? Mm. Why am I here? And I think that ultimately our job as as men, women have got people who know God, who have found God, our job is to do the best we can to help people become the healthiest versions of themselves. For what reason? So they can live out their God-sized destiny and the purpose for which God has put them here. Amazing. Let me say something to you guys. This is what I love about All In. This is what I love about your organization and your philosophy. You guys are not just trying to make people the wealthiest version of themselves. You're, you're concerned with making them, helping them to become the healthiest version. The greatest gift that we're going to give the world is not more money. The greatest gift that you're going to give your family is not a bigger house. It's not more cars. It's not better watches and clothing. The best gift that you can give the world is the healthiest version of you. Wow. Why? Because if you don't become healthy, you can't give away what you don't have the power to give. Mm. Wow. So if you're not healthy you're not going to be able to give away healthy things. Mm-hmm. If you continue to stay stuck in your brokenness and the broken patterns, guess what you're going to do? You're going to continue to produce and give away those things that the brokenness pr- produces. Why? Because hurt people hurt, hurt people. people. Mm. I know a lot of successful, broken people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're monetarily successful. Yeah. Sure. And they're miserable. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and that's all they have going for how, themselves. How hard is it to make money? It's easy. You okay. said it a couple times yesterday. This is the this easy is part. The easy part. Now, easy part. now that I look back, mm-hmm. this was the easy part, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Climbing, scaling, uh, creating, that was the easy part. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I was actually talking to, I don't know who I was talking to this morning. <laughs> uh, I was on a live and I said, hey, listen, 50% of the battle is, yeah, getting here, mm-hmm. you know, creating this wealth. But the other 50% is sustaining. And, and also, like, what are you going to do when you're there? You know, how many people have you seen come up and then just crash? Mm. Yeah, I, right? I, can, I can agree. I think the uh, the money part is the easy part. And then now that you look at it, now yeah, that you look now, at it, yeah. And the, uh, the the constant test is what ultimately, like in my personal life, is what is going to get me to that next level, keep me at the same level, or actually retract. So mm. for me, it's a journey and 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 so many tests. And you know why that is though? Something we know. This is a fact. Money will never exceed or surpass the person the person you know the value that's in here and here money will never surpass not not only will it transcend the person it reveals the person Mm. Mm. well it amplifies the person who they really are in their heart it's watch this An, an unhealthy person who becomes successful their success becomes their kryptonite oh god self sabotage it's i totally agree with that let me say this if 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 the Lord would have blessed me in my late teens or early twenties, mm. I would have bought my ticket straight to hell, <laughs> first class, yeah. no, <laughs> private jet to hell. Yeah, and right. and and because uh, I went through a lot of pain like early on, 
I feel like I know, not I feel, I know that God blessed me at a very early age. Mm-hmm. Brother, I'm going to tell you something That's that amazing. John and I said about you when we left. There, the, the, there is a tenderness and a humility about your spirit at 22 years old that is, it's astounding. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about people, your eyes fill with tears. You care deeply about people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's already done this incredible work in you, and he's surrounded you with people for some reason, because I know it's how much he loves you, and I know that oh, there's I a know. great, gigantic, big work that you're going to be doing, yeah. but he has surrounded you with people to help you move. But I can tell you right now, when I look at you at 22 and me at 22, whew, train Light, light years wreck. ahead, right? Light train years ahead of all of us. Yeah, yesterday, so, so the, yeah. yesterday we, were, we were talking like, uh, what, what did God save you from? And then we all said our own thing, and I said ego, and uh, I was humbled very early and, and brought it to my knees mm-hmm. at a very early age, and mm. and uh, now it's like I just don't see myself even I don't recognize that person, mm. exactly. so I'm just it's just different, and it's not it's not forced it's not forced at all. It's just who I am now. I love That's it. Right. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. So yeah. I have a question for for somebody like at zero. You know, maybe no faith, little faith. You know, they're rock bottom right now. Every everything is going wrong. Where does one begin? Where where does one start? Mm-hmm. So it's the easy answer to that is uh, oftentimes, well, let's get them into a church. And the problem is, and why the church has become such a a desert. I'll use that uh, analogy here when we're in Arizona. Yeah, Arizona but, yeah. uh, the reason why it's become such a desert is because. Uh, we're looking for, especially this generation, they're looking for a genuine sign of power and presence. And they they can see through the smoke and mirror. They, Come they, on, know, preach. they know the smoke mm, and mirror. Preach. So they mm. walk in, and literally that's what's being put on a stage for them is smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Quite literally. A concert, a smoke and mirror. And again, I'm not against I, We pastor churches. That's a, so it's difficult to say that. And I, I have to say that first because I know the canned answer. I know what yeah. everybody here is to go to the church. And this part's going to be tough for you guys to hear because the answer is when somebody's asking you as a believer, the answer is you, the God in you. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm putting the responsibility back on those of us that are already followers because what I know, if somebody's coming to you and say, hey, I have no faith or I'm struggling with my faith, first of all, I believe what Doc just said, everybody has faith. It says in John 1, 9, they're all given a measure of light. There's a measure of faith that's given to every single person that comes into the earth. There's a measure given. And how we answer that, that measure uh, is what I would say is the next answer to that question is what are you doing to feed your faith? Mm-hmm. Like, where is your basis? Like, what are you... Because every single one of us are feeding one of those arenas he talked about. It's it, We're feeding the enemy. In other words, there's plenty of things I can chase after tonight. I can Absolutely. Walk, I can walk out of this building, and there's a lot of things out here I can chase. Yeah. And get them, by the way. Say, that's the easy part. You figure it out, and, and you get it. Yeah. But, um, so I'm fe- at that point, I'm feeding... My own sensational lust, my own flesh, desires, flesh, my own flesh. flesh. I'm feeding that. So why at the end of that, say, two years, three years, I have all these things, I've accumulated all the, the goals, uh, which I did in person. That's where I started in business. <clears throat> and, uh, uh, you know, when you make that pursuit, at the end of that pursuit, the reason why I, I tried to kill myself uh, in my mid-20s, early 20s, was because I had set all these goals. I'm going to make a million, you know, trade a million dollars within a year. Did that. I had started an entrepreneurship, a, a trading firm while I was uh, uh, the youngest officer at a bank I was working at. 
I, I just was blowing all the goals out of the water. You guys that are out there doing it, you, you know what I'm talking about. Once you hit the goal, that can be if, – if, if that's what the, the, the desire was being set forth and their hope, the, the hope was placed on that desire – Then what? It's so empty. You guys know this. For those of you that are still striving, it is, um, yeah. I just want you to know one of the most <laughs> damning days of your life can be when you reach the goal. Mm. Yeah. For me, that's what it was. That's what it's when it becomes the kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Because then you go, where, what now? I was spiritually bankrupt, right. completely spiritually bankrupt. So I know this is a long answer, but the, the, the truth is you have to, we have to hear this because we have to own the responsibility of this. So if you came to me and said, hey, I need help in this area of my faith, first of all, I'd be like, great, at least you acknowledge that you have a faith. No Second worries. thing is, now let's start feeding your faith, and I'll help you. I'm, I'm going to cook tonight. You get it? Yeah. I'm going to help cook for your faith tonight. Mm. And I'm going to start serving the meals with you. And uh, we're, we're completing a project that, uh, again, it's, it's a timing issue, Carlos, with what you said. We're finishing up a project right now called God Does Speak. Um, we've got, almost got a, a year's worth of work into it. The, at the end of this year, will be a year's worth of work. We're beta testing some of that. Um, we're going to be... Uh, I'm pretty positive we'll be at some of your momentums and in, in different gatherings this year. God willing. Um, so we'll yeah. start we'll start helping unleash some of this stuff with the the remnant that God's raising up here. We'll do this, mm-hmm. um, and others will will grab hold of it and they're going to make that answer. But you have to be the one that says, "I'll sit with you on this journey. I'm not leaving you alone on that." And people just don't do that today. They don't. And so and so if if yeah. if you are and if you're feeling if you're watching this, well, I got a friend that uh, is, is low on their faith and I don't know what to do, that's that's where we're going to come in. We're going to start connecting those dots. We'll and, connect those through Carlos. We'll connect that to the audience. Absolutely. And, and I will tell you this, too, that um, you, every one of us have a story. That, that you, know, you know, you shared yours with us yesterday, mm-hmm. right? That story becomes that, – that's, that's the thing that you start using. Testimony. Personal, that's right. Personal experience and story. <clears throat> and here's the thing. I don't have all the answers. Right. <laughs> I mean, I pastor a church, and I tell my church often, guys, I don't, I don't even, what I'm about to talk about today, I don't have all the answers to. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't, we're on a journey together, but I can tell you a story, and I can tell you what God did for me. And I, I know this, that, that there is, an, this is when God steps in, and he does for us in, the, in that other person that you're having a conversation, he does for us what we can't do for ourselves, mm-hmm. so long as we're doing for ourselves what we can. Mm-hmm. And so we say, you know what, I got a story, and I don't know all the, the theology, I don't know everything, but I'm just going to share my story. And, and I hope my story resonates with you, and I'll be happy to take this journey with you, right? And so this idea that I have to get them into the church in order for them to get the message, I can tell you a great story. A couple weeks ago, or a couple months ago, a lady walks up to me, and she says, hey, um, I noticed that you don't, like, give a gospel call at the end of all the services. Sweetly, I love her to death. And uh, she, and I said, I, I don't. That's right. And I said, I do it as the Father, you know, as the Spirit of God leads me. She goes, well, what if I bring a friend on that Sunday? And I go like this. I go, why are you waiting for me to get the gospel to them? If they're your friend, get the gospel to them. Wow. She leans back. She goes, oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Right? It's so, in her. Huh? Yeah. It's yeah. in her. It's in her. Right. Well, so we have that ability and that power. Yeah. And so I think we have to, again, it's something we're not afraid to talk about. Yeah. Um, my pastor says that God wanted us, he wanted to create disciples out of us. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And that lady 
if she heard that calling, she would say, well, I'm a disciple. Yes. That's right. I'm going to do this for my friend. That's yeah. right. You know? Yes, but if the, right. if the church, again, no condemnation, but if the church is putting all of their attention on creating an environment to entertain so people can come in and get their God on and go home and leave their God there, mm. that's not discipleship. So we, we have to do – by the way, uh, I believe that you guys can start discipleship right here in your office. Yeah. I mean, we have guys all over that we work in our elite warrior program. They run, they have Bible studies, their church services inside their offices, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's again, you're just creating an environment for people to find their faith and to find God. We're not forcing it. We don't cram it down somebody's throat. That nope. is that is the worst approach to take. It's just, hey, we're on a journey. Let's go together. Yeah, I have I have a, I have a really good question, and it just came on to me when you said disciple. Does one Wait to be anointed as a as a disciple, or does one begin to act like one? That is a really great and deep and profound question. That there's a lot of answers, but I be- here's what I believe is biblical. I believe that when you become a follower of Christ, and it's not because you prayed some magical prayer, it's it's you made a decision. I'm stop. I'm going to stop serving myself. I'm going to serve Jesus. Right. I'm going to mm. follow Him with my life. I believe that that at that moment, the Spirit of God be- he he enters. Right, he becomes a part of you. In fact, Paul said in in First Corinthians six, "Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit?" In the Old Testament, God dwelt in the Holy of Holies and a tabernacle. In the New Testament, in this world that we live in, this dispensation of grace, He's in us. The Spirit of God is in us. Right, that moment you're anointed. Mm-hmm. So wow. you are sitting here today as an anointed follower of Christ. And by the way, here again, in the first century, after they after they received Christ, after they made the decision, you know what they did. There was a manifestation of the Spirit. They saw something physical, Mm -hmm. spoke in tongues, prophesied, healed. Something happened. Wow. Today, we're like, you know, we raise our hand Mm -hmm. in the church. I prayed a prayer, and we sent everybody home. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it's a different environment today than what it used to be. So I'm saying if you're sitting here today as a follower of Christ, you're an anointed man of God. Walk in the anointing. I believe it. Yeah. I'm still sharing, guys. The reason I ask, I just feel like sometimes... um, you know, people just wait for the the boat to come as they're sinking versus, you know, swimming towards the boat and, and declaring it. Mm. That's right. Mm. That's what I was yeah. getting at. Like, in other words, it's looking for the person that is drowning. Mm. Um, as a, as disciples, we're looking for the one that's drowning, and we're throwing them the life raft, and we're saying, I'm, I'm going to pull you in. I'm pulling you in with me. This, You're not here by yourself. You're not on this journey by yourself. I don't have all the answers, um, but I can share my experience with you. I can share my hope with you. I can share my faith with you. And helping that person find the place where they then can can start feeding them. They're healthy enough to start yeah. feeding themselves. Again, that little tool I gave you is so easy nowadays where the Word of God just starts. Just start meditating on the mm. Word of God. Mm. If you ask God, I promise any, I will give this promise to anybody watching this podcast. If you ask God to show himself, be careful. <laughs> be careful of this prayer. Yeah. But if you get alone and have a genuine heart, not a, it's not a tempt, you can't, you're not going to tempt God. You're not going to manipulate him. Mm-hmm. But if you have a genuine heart and you go to God and say, Father, God, if you're there and you're true, I want you to show yourself strong and, and prove to me that you're here. I need to know this. If you will pray that prayer, here's what I know about my God. Mm. He will show himself. Okay. What is, He's going to reveal what is our producer's name? Mm. Luigi. 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 He told me before he came in and said, dude, I said, how did you get hooked up with Hillsong? He said, bro, I was out here in Phoenix and I was working. And he said, I just knew I was wasting away at what I was doing and I wasn't supposed to be doing this. 
and he said, I, I, I quit my job. I gave him my two weeks. The two weeks was over. And he said, I prayed. He said, Father, if I'm supposed to do something else, if I'm supposed to stay here, I'm supposed to continue or go back to be with my father, I'm going to let you open the door. You're going to show me what I need to do. He, he gets on with that prayer. His phone rings. It was Hillsong. Mm. Hillsong, one of the workers there calls says, hey, man, do you need a job? <laughs> God showed himself strong. He revealed himself. He revealed. It was it, a re- he'll it do was it called, every time. It's called progressive <laughs> revelation. Here's the problem. We're fr- you know what the deal is? We run to God in crises. Mm. Mm. He was just that's what Alex. And heard. yeah, I, I I have and wow, my mind's just all over the place. But um, so you 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 mentioned the prayer. God reveal yourself to me. I remember a night, 18 years old. Uh, my mom lived. She moved to Nevada. Not talking to my dad. And it was just a very lonely night. Walked home like five miles because nobody could pick me up. Mm. And I asked for that prayer. Mm-hmm. And he revealed himself. Tell you're me, here. you're I'm here. here. Yeah. I'm here now. Yeah. You're here. Wow. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. But 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 what what would it look like in our lives if we if we didn't wait for the crises? Can you imagine what it would look like if if we really believed that God had the ability to lead us into His best, and He really was yeah. a good Father? And, and, and I didn't have to wait for crises. He cared about the big things, and he cared about the little things. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what our lives would look like if we were constantly going to the and saying, Father, I need you to show up. And it has something to do with our children. It has something to do, maybe yeah. it's financial, whatever. But we're not waiting for the crisis. We have a father in him. I mean, I'm a dad. You're, we're t- I know what it's like for my daughters to come in and be like, Dad, I need something. And, and if I have the power to do it, I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. I, want to do, I want to meet your needs and spend time with you and love you. Yep. We, don't, we don't relate that to a heavenly father, but it's the exact. I didn't come up with that emotion. Mm-hmm. That was put in me by a God who is the same way, yeah. who wants to have that relationship with us and reveal himself. Absolutely. That's been the biggest thing going from, like, receiver to living in grace and gratefulness um i feel like in my journey i've gone from just kind of waiting being very receptive to being a a total creator now Mm. like total creator and i feel like in anything that we do as a group um when when you are in grace and with god and grateful it's already happened, mm-hmm. and and for us, we always say this: just time hasn't caught up yet. Yeah, it's already. He, he's happened. released in you what was always in you. Yeah. Um, you are you're an artisan. You have the artisan spirit, the artisan soul. Mm-hmm. It was always there. You're a creator, but because you started to step in and press in, and and you were you know you were letting the Father show Himself strong in you. He said, "Now I'm going to start releasing some of these things because this is what I want the world to see." And I want the world to be blessed by this, and I want the I want all in to prosper, because, like right. So it, it, he is yep. the one who's releasing it because you press in, you surrender. But that's the key, walking in surrender. So I have uh, something to add to that, by the way. And, and I know I, I hate going back to this, but you know I just got done watching the Kanye West interview for the first time. You know, and it's almost <laughs> yeah. been a month. I should have probably watched it when you put it up on Facebook. Um, you can tell the way he's living his life, right? He says he says. He's like, look at my marriage. I've been married five years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's like, look at my kids. Like, he's like, I'm, I am blessed. Mm-hmm. I am blessed, you know. And, and and I just started to, you know, I was observing. I was observing the words that were coming out of his mouth. You know, his mindset, right? You know, normally you get Kanye, the guy that's like way out there, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And even the guy that was interviewing him was like resisting him. Oh, he big was all oh, yeah. yeah. big time. Yeah. It was disgusting. Oh yeah, man. big time. Yeah. It was disgusting. And yeah. you know what? The next thing that I and, and I not to be judgmental, Lord forgive me, but you know what? The next thing I started uh, to do, I was googling 
big boy family, you know, like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start seeing the way this guy lives because this guy's resisting. You yeah. see, right? Yeah. To see what's going on, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it was it was crazy to see, and um, mm. I saw genuine joy from Kanye West. Right. That's what's been so fascinating. We um, talk about that, like, yeah. remember that day, like Doc? He was he called me like, Doc. I'm weeping watching this because you see an entirely different persona like his his countenance everything he's is not different. this like no, no. demon no, right? no. Yeah. exactly it's like full release relax loving life oh excited my God. Joy. he'll tell you that he says he'll tell you that he was had embraced demons and that's that's why his behaviors were the way they were yeah it was literally a manifestation of what he had embraced what he had been feeding his faith on that's, that's right. crazy you know he um there's a there's a point where they talk about um Jamie Foxx in an interview with uh, I believe it's on Comedians in Cars getting coffee. Okay. And um, Jerry uh, Seinfeld asked J- Jamie Foxx, he says, hey, you know, what's the whole deal? The Illum- they, they kind of talk back and forth about the, the evil side of things, the Illuminati and all that. Yeah. And Jamie goes, hey, you know, it's interesting. I was with Sammy Davis Jr. one night and Sammy Davis Jr. looked at me and look, we were eating a meal and he sits over the plate and leans forward. He goes, you know, Jamie, Satan's just as powerful as God. You know that, right? Jamie said I kept eating, and he just kept eating. He gets really angry. Sammy Davis Jr. got angry. And Who's Sammy Davis Jr.? He's an old, old, an old blues singer. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I, yeah, you know, I know. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm dating myself a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. I was so, just about I remember, to wait. I know wait, who wait I, hold I, on. I, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, so you know Jamie Foxx, uh, uh, right? Uh, isn't he a ja- uh, Sammy Davis jazz musician? Okay, jazz and yeah, blues. So, um, uh. Everybody knows Jamie Foxx. Yeah, he yeah. gets angry again at Jamie. He leans forward. He says, I just told you the secret. The devil is just as power, powerful as God is. And Jamie said he just kind of got a little freaked out by the whole deal. But the bottom line is, and then Kanye, addressed, Kanye points that out in the interview, and he says. With uh, Joel Osteen. In the world. Oh, okay, I haven't seen that yeah. one yet. In the world, he said, yeah. in the world, he said, that's what they'll present to you. He said, they will present a power, and it is a real power. It is mm-hmm. a real presence. But you are making a decision. When I pursue something that is out of greed, lust, you know, envy, all the things, revenge, whatever, I'm I'm making a decision to place my faith over here. I'm feeding my faith on this. We're looking at all of the challenges, and I I don't like to use the word problems, all the challenges that we're going to face as a generation, right? Mm -hmm. These generations come up. We're looking at all these challenges. Can you imagine uh, those challenges with the answers being completely different in the fact of somebody in this show today the focus was on spiritual bankruptcy where if each individual that you and I come in contact with our first calling our first endeavor when we looked at somebody's eyes instead of saying I'm going to make a deal I'm going to strike the deal I'm going to see how you know we're going to work that's all fun and that's great welcome to business you know if you can't handle it get out of business go go work for somebody else you know some people are meant to do that you know, yeah. and no condemnation, right? Ninety-seven percent of people are meant to right. do that. Meant to do right. nothing yeah. wrong with that. That's, right. There's nothing. Right. People said, live nothing, happy lives. Yeah. Right. No, right. no, nothing wrong with that. No condemnation. Yeah. Go, go work. Yeah. But if you're an entrepreneur and you're going to dive into pool, dive into pool, that's fun. That's business. But, but as entrepreneurs, what if we're looking at somebody in the eye and go, man, if that person's spiritually bankrupt, my first calling here is to bring some spiritual vitality and some life. Wow. And I want to speak this one thing about that. Because there is, I don't want to use the word formula, but there is a shortcut to an individual being able to navigate um, 
their faith in a way that makes the brings the tangible promises in almost immediately, and that's walking these principles. The principles that that what Carlos is walking right now, mm-hmm. I can assure you, when I, we and have that you're a, about to walk. We have a, principles we have a list. over personality. Yeah. Principles over. That was my next question. Too. Yeah. When you're walking, remember this: a principle. The reason why it's a principle, it's a, we're saying this is a universal law. This is a universal energy. It's amazing. Listen to people that are serving the enemy. They'll say, hey, there's a flow of the universe. And they're right about that. Yep. They say, when you get in the flow, it's literally like riding a river. Yeah, all you got to do, wave. All you gotta do is just navigate there's yourself momentum. around the rocks. There's momentum. Absolutely. Yeah. Whitewater yeah. raft and navigate around the rocks. And they're like, you can't stop it. And it is momentum and it's real. So on the, on the, the plus side of that or the positive side of that, if you're with God, you're actually the one that created the water. So not only are you in his river, you're, you're with the one that's actually creating the, the water. creator of the river. Wow. So, yeah. so he has universal principles. He has universal truths that he says, if you, then I, if you, then I, if you, then I. All we do is walk into, not all, but a main focus of what we do is walk individuals through the if you, then I. And we challenge you. I'll challenge you all day long. Hey, God says, if you, then he will do this. Mm. If you, then he will do this. I'm going to mm. walk this with you. Are you willing to submit to what he says here? And what's amazing about that, especially for this generation that's so hungry for a truth and hungry for a reality and hungry for something tangible, like, don't just talk to me about God. I want to see something real in my life that's tangible. Then I look at him and say, great, follow principles with me. And as the principles produce what he promises, you're going to at some point go... Wait a second. Who's doing this for me? I've been trying this all, up, you know, all, all along. It's never happened. That's what you always say. That's right. It's I'm coming. We're on the same page. It's what coming. do you always say about that? Stop striving. You don't have to strive because God starts to do it for you. He'll do for you what you can't do for yourself when you're doing but, but for you yourself. But you always say that can. we're not responsible for the fruit. Oh, for the fruit. fruit. That's so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell yeah. me. I'm, I'm only responsible. My, my The only calling. Okay. So here's the deal. You've been By given. Way, I feel like we're just warming up, man. We're over an hour, man. It doesn't matter. It doesn't got, matter. Another 30 I'm minutes. Taking this Let's off. Go. Yeah. Hot, you can but, uh, turn it into two shows. No, no, guys. There's <laughs> but, people no, that are like this. I'm so anointing right now. And then uh, Taif says, this is what I like about All In Podcast. It's more than a business success podcast. I love it. It's a one It's one hour that worth a million dollar of mindset. God bless this family. Uh, I don't know about Kanye. Read Math- I don't know about Kanye. Read Matthew seven fifteen. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take a look at it uh, for sure. But yeah, we're just getting started. There's yeah. people still engaging. There's people tuned in. So let's let's run. I so, just want to so say me- this. I don't know about Kanye either. We don't. We, nobody does. But you don't know about me either because right. it's a, all all of us are fifty fifty. But what I will say about Kanye mm-hmm. uh, is for is the same thing I would say for myself. Um, let's give him time to, to let the fruit well, of God well, produce through his life. You said something very powerful yesterday about authority. That's right. Why don't you Why don't you tell so, the audience what you so said it's about di- authority? It's difficult. Uh, it's difficult to be able to walk in the authority of God if you're serving Satan. In fact, God says a house divided can't stand. So that's what I'm saying. Let's give wow. let's let's give this time. He says, "How can a house divided against itself stand? It can't." What 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 uh, what? Um, don't ask me. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you. It's in yeah. the gospel. Oh, no. Yeah, because I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna put that somewhere. I, I grew really up. Love that. I grew up with the book. I was born before. I was. I was in the womb in the church. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it's all. So the word of God it's is all my. I was in church head. nine months before I was born. Yeah, it's yeah. all there. Yeah. A house divided against stands. itself. Yeah, yes. cannot stand. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Sounds like a proverb. It's probably a no. It's uh. It's in the Gospels. I'll find it. Keep going. Uh, let's see. Keep, keep spitting fire, John. Well, you he went. He asked you a question. Uh, Matthew twelve twenty two through twenty eight. Matthew twelve twenty two through twenty eight. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. Uh, Matthew twelve twenty two through twenty eight. Twelve twenty two to twenty eight. Got yep. it. Got it. 
I love that. I'm gonna start playing that because we, so, we put iron sharpens iron Proverbs yeah. 27. So authority, yeah. authority, authority. So, yes. So you, he the, just to re retrace right. Yep. Uh, the guy says, "Oh, I don't know about Kanye West, mm -hmm. right?" And and I asked the same question yesterday. You I did. Said, hey, is this yeah. real? Yeah. Agreed. Right. Agreed. And yeah. then you said, "Yeah." I said, "So if if there's an authority of God is being issued," he said, "Test the spirits." God tells us He commands us to test the spirits, and He says, "If the spirit." continues to direct that authority and power from and gives the glory and says it's from Jesus the Christ of Nazareth. Mm. He said, no demon, this is in Corinthians, no demon can speak in the authority and, and bring the authority of Jesus Christ. No demon can do that. Wow. They don't have the right to do that. No. So he says, test the spirits. And again, that's what we're doing. Like, So has Kanye been point. giving the authority yes. and the glory the to Jesus? The fact that he spends his own money to say Jesus is, is king, king is something right. you, have to, you have to recognize that that... So even if it's being done in pretense, again, another scripture. I'm giving you another scripture here. Look it up. Uh, if the gospel is being preached in pretense... But God, well, can you do, can you describe what pretense? I will. Is? Yeah, yes. pretense. I, in fact, it's great. It's a great question because well. sometimes the, the translations they get a little bit. You, you you need to do some research on what the word actually. So if I'm preaching the gospel with an agenda, there's people out here today, and there's people in this business. We know we we know entrepreneurs that use God, and they'll put a, a Jesus fish on their their stuff, and they'll use the, the uh, name. Ixtus. Yeah, yeah, they'll use the name of God. But we know personally, we know some of their lives personally. We're, we're in the business. We can see their lives personally behind the scenes, and they're train wrecked, and they're spiritually bankrupt. And they're saying God's telling them to do all this and do all that, and it doesn't even line up. Listen, God never will tell you to do something that doesn't that his word doesn't mm -mm. confirm. That, that this, it will always be synonymous with his word. So you can't have a guy over here or, or girl over here telling you, God told me to do this. You see what I'm saying? In the authority of God, he told me to do this. <clears throat> and then you go to the word and say, God says, uh, hey, uh, we're not supposed to be living a life, you know, of fornication and a life that's, uh, yeah. you know, using using women mm -hmm. as commodities mm -hmm. and sleeping or around. Or not being good stewards you know, not with, being his, good with stewards. his blessings. All these things. And, we can look at all these and go, God, yeah. this is what God says is, is the healthy way to live the, his best and what and what perfection well, looks like. You said the, You're the telling word. Me God you me. said that the word never contradicts. It can't the, contradict. The rhema doesn't contradict the logos. It can't. Yeah. Let me, so let me, the authority of God is the same. Like, you can't speak the authority of Jesus Christ and and be divided on this side. In other words, the other the other side cannot hold a fruit that is remaining. And it's a very important statement that I'm making mm -hmm. right here. And it's a little bit deep, but you can't hold a fruit when you go into a hotel today, sometimes they'll have a basket of fruit and it looks really good. Yeah. But when you go to pick it up, it's what? Fake. It's plastic. freaking plastic. You're like or wax or whatever. God dang, man, I wanted that apple. <laughs> well, well, you, you put it back down, right? Yeah. Th there's a lot of people, and there's a lot of people in our in, in our world to this business right now that they use the name of God. I hate that. But listen, it's just a basket of fake fruit. It won't remain. It won't. So the authority eventually of, somebody will pick up that fruit. That's right. Well, yeah, for, because here's why: fake fr real fruit reproduces fruit. That's mm -hmm. right. Fake fruit doesn't. That's right. So you'll you will see a production of wow. fruit being produced over wow. yeah. and there's over. Seeds. 
and see. over I'm again. Give the glory to God, but that is what's happening. That's exactly what's happening right here. That's why I'm why I, I'm t- I can test. I've been I here. I need to read yes. this because yeah. I want to give you some scripture yes. to back this up for your audience I too. Think we just thought the same thing. F- yeah, Phil- like, Philippians, oh happening right here. Philippians to his point. Philippians one fourteen says, and most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by imprisonment, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ from envy, envy and rivalry, mm. but others from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. Now watch this. The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, but thinking to to afflict me and my imprisonment. What then? What am I going to do with this, he said? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, I'm going to rejoice. So to to everybody who is saying something negative about Kanye or all of these other people who are coming out um, about their faith, our response is, hold up. Hold up. Christ is being preached. If it is real, there's going to be fruit that is going to be produced. And even if they're even if their intentions are seeing it with Kanye. But even if their intentions are a little skewed, guess what? God still has the power to take that word that has been planted and and someone watered. He has the power to bring the increase. That's what Paul said. I planted, Paul Apollos watered, but God's the one that brings the increase. Mm. So can can I go back to something that you asked that I think is a really important I know that God wants us to say this here today. Let's do it. We have got to stop looking at people and what they're doing and focusing on them and putting their, our attention on them because we've been called to control only two things in our life, mm-hmm. our actions and our attitude. That's right. That is it. Principle number one. Principle number one is I've only been given the power to control actions and attitude. Do you know where chaos comes from in our lives? Chaos and anxiety and angst in our life is attached to 100% of the time us trying to control what we don't have the power to control. Mm. And so here's how it goes. The more I try to control what I don't have the power to control, the more out of control my life becomes. So everybody who's watching this who is dealing with anxiety, with angst, with fear, with worry, it's because there is an outcome in their life that they're trying to control that they don't have the power to do so. Mm. When When it comes to actions and attitude, I do want to say there are some chemical imbalances. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm not talking about, yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about Scientifically in our bodies, there's chemical imbalances that, that can drive... I'm not talking about chemical yeah. anxiety. I'm not talking... This is all situational. situational. So there's two different things. There's chemical depression, chemical anxiety, then there's situational. We're I talking about situational. Yeah, I just, I just yeah. want to point that Very out. Very important. Yeah. 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 Good. Good. I love that. I love that. But, but, but so this is part of it. So we'll create a whole narrative and we'll sit around and talk about, is Kanye real? I don't know. But guess what? I don't have time to worry about it because I need to check and make sure I'm being real. Like I have my <laughs> actions and my attitude exactly. that I have to deal with. Right? And that's the only thing that I have the power to control. And not only that, you know, Amen. God always takes care of the things that he needs to take care of, mm-hmm. you know. And by the way, if Kanye is real, God willing, he is from what it looks like he is. This is what's going to happen. You guys see this all the time, right? So now Kanye's rising and he's glorifying the Lord. You know how many people that are serving the other side are <laughs> going to come Already after happened. him? There, they are now. Dude, I saw. You see, uh, Dre, you see he, he Dr. Dre, a with Dr. Dre yesterday. And him are doing Jesus is King. Jesus yeah. is King yeah. part yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. I, I his, like, his courage is providing courage for other in a beautiful pe- way. Yeah, mm-hmm. for other people to go. You know what, man? Doggone it! If he can do it, I can do it. Like, and, and, and if he's not afraid, then mm-hmm. I won't he's be afraid. He's like, yeah. I mean, everybody always looks. Yeah. I hate. I hated that about the the guy Big Boy that was interviewing him. He's like, well, what about us, man? What about us? Are we ever going to hear you the rap some Kanye, of the yeah. old stuff? 
And he, and then he was like, I don't know. This, uh, if you want to look at Steve Jobs, you can go watch his documentary, right? You don't go, you don't, or you can go buy an iPod four or something. Man, when he said that, <laughs> yeah. iPod four, I loved it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, if I ever, if I ever rap to some of those beats, it's you know the narrative is going to be a little different. Yeah. I know who I was serving at that time, yeah, and I know right. who I'm serving now. I, so. I didn't see that part. Yeah. But that, oh, he, it was his analogies are that, that's, it's just that's hilarious. You have yeah. to listen. Very yeah. focused. Because it yeah. looks, it, it, it looks like he's completely off the wall yeah but but only he understands what he's saying and if you pay attention then it makes sense to you yeah you that's know? awesome agreed. so agreed that's beautiful but uh, i want to get into uh, a couple more things by the way we still have a lot of people that are engaged by the way uh can you guys please start some questions and and, and some answers listen you know you guys all know in, in our community we're all family mm-hmm. so do not there's no dumb questions, Mm-mm. and 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 do not be ashamed. You know, nobody here is perfect. You know, we've all <laughs> been broken. We've all been broken. Some of us were broken for a very long time. You know, some of us were broken for a very long time, and that's something that you have helped me fix. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if we why don't we just to encourage our audience? You know, I'll t- let, let's talk about each individually just real quick in a one minute you know uh, one minute uh, time frame. What have you been broken with? I was broken because my mother was on drugs for 12 years. Mm. From 2005 to 2017, mm. I was broken. And I was broken mentally and I was broken spiritually. Mm. Until my daughter was born in 2012, some of that void in my heart started to, to fill. And God knows, God sent me what I needed because all I could think about and all I wanted was a boy. Mm. I want a boy. I want a boy. I want a boy. Mm. God's like, no. You need a girl. You need a daughter because you're broken. Mm. And now I understand that. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So, again, I've been broken. I've been broken. I turned to um, alcoholism. I turned to lust. Uh, I turned to, you know, cheating, lying, whatever you want to call it. I was broken for over a decade. So I don't have a problem admitting that. And you know why I don't have a problem admitting that? Because I'm already past that. I've healed that part of myself. Yeah. So what have you been broken with, Alex? Well, 22. Um, lived a, a, a good childhood, but at the age of 13, uh, parents uh, divorced in a pretty uh, very, very, very ugly situation where uh, saw saw that, uh, that demons and sin were very real, and I saw that through my superheroes, which were my parents. So hmm. uh, <clears throat> parents totally divorced, and then from 13 to 18, it was just years of, of, uh, of just being lost and confused. Uh, there was no family. There was rarely any, you know, there was no Thanksgiving dinners. Everybody was doing their own thing. I saw a lot of uh, selfishness in, in how people in times of pain and hurt, they just kind of close in. Hmm. And for me, like, having, I had an open heart, but throughout those years, it really, it got me really bad into uh, anxiety, depression. I mean, you name it, um, you know, suicidal thoughts. Wow. Just all, just so, so much pain and hurt. Um, and that was for, you know, 13, you know, 14 years old to 18 years old. And on a scale from one to 10, um, how, how, uh, how deeply were you broken during that time? I'd say nine out of 10. It was it's pretty, and it's pretty up. There. That's the first summer that came to my mind. Like it, it, when you're, when you're in a situation like that, you feel like there's no way out. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember that I made that prayer and, uh, God just started revealing little by little. And then challenges started to come my way. Mm. And I passed, and then I failed, and then I passed, and I failed, and it just it it built me up, and now it's like, 
um, you know, from 18 to 22 has just been a blessing. Can, can I ask him a question, by the way? Please. Pure show, you do whatever you want. Let me ask you a question, because you're, you're 22 years old, which yeah. is, like you said, out, just outstanding, right? It's just, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have a responsibility, like God has given you a responsibility? As a, as a 22-year-old young man, do you feel like you have a responsibility? Absolutely. And, and, and if, if you do feel that way, so you do, what is that responsibility? So <clears throat> through, like, from like 18 to 21, got into entrepreneurship and, uh, and hit the goals. And, uh, and you're right. When you hit the goal, it's, it's definitely one of the, the loneliest times and, mm. and, 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 you know, lowest because um, you forget. For me, it was like I forgot why I did it and who I did it for. Right. Mm. Right. Good word. So mm. uh, this year, um, it was, it was all, like all my life I felt like, and I'm a little sick because of weather, so, but um, all my life I felt like I was anointed, um, but I never, I never declared it. Like I, like I felt it, but I never lived the life that I knew I should be living. Mm. Mm. And this year, uh, yeah, that responsibility has been uh, made very aware to me, and I'm not shying away from it. Great. Amen. So, I love wow. it. Wow. Right on. Amen. Can I, can I almost speak into the pain part of this because? You know, it's pain is interesting because first of all, it's meant to be individual. Like nobody can feel what you're feeling. Yeah. Even if they go, I know what you're feeling. No, they're not. <laughs> Number one. Number two, it's meant to hurt. That's oh. why they call it pain. It did. Mm. Right. But can I tell you something fascinating about pain? Is just that it can also be the greatest gift that the Father ever brings into our life. I agree. Amen. Do you know why? Because when the pain of where you are is greater than the fear of where you need to be, that's when change begins. Mm. The reason people don't change but want to change is because many of them haven't. It's, it's because they've not hit that pain point yeah. yet. Yeah. We heard that uh, two weeks ago. Pain people don't change unless the pain is, the pain is big enough, that? Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy? People don't change oh, unless yeah. the pain yeah, is yeah. big enough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard in Sedona, right? Yeah. 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 The pain has to and be big enough. the pain in my situation, it was, it was uh, you know, and one thing, like, everybody has different pain, right? And everybody has, you know, different circumstance or sure. environment. Sure. But for me, I feel like the emotion is the same, whether it was a divorce of my parents or, or, it know, is. Maybe, or maybe Sal, you know, you know, fleeing from Iraq, persecution. Like, the emotion is still the same. Like, it still hurts. And when it did hurt, um, it just, something just clicks something clicks and and when you do surrender it's it's uh it's flow and and it's funny because you mentioned the analogy of you know going with the flow and the last you know for 18 to 21 i was going with the flow i was i was rowing my you know my boat and uh and this year's been just a total year of awakening and and and, Mm. uh just being just super uh, aware now when you mentioned the analogy of you know being not in the flow but with god Different, it's a different it, it's kind a of different, flow. And, the yeah. creator and, of the flow. Yeah, and I He's feel, the creator of the flow. I feel that way. What do you say to that? You know, because I, I you know, we we're all readers. You know, yeah. and, I, and I love reading some of these books. You know, yeah. and uh, like T. Harv Eker, even though he's a God-serving man, mm-hmm. he still has to put in there. Uh, you know, the universe, the universe, the law of attraction, the universe, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I, I whenever I do, if I ever say something like, "Yeah, the universe will," you know, create whatever. I say, but I always glorify the Lord by saying, well, just keep in mind, you know, God is the creator of the universe, Yeah. you know, because I, I feel like I have to rebound from that. You know what I mean? I got it. Because I feel like a lot of folks that say 
the universe, the universe, the universe, uh, they don't want to glorify the creator of the universe. Yeah, yeah. some don't. Yeah. So how, how do you how do you explain that? Before we get into your pain, obviously. Explain how I'm saying it, why I'm saying the creator? Yeah, so how do you... Um, how do you explain when someone is is in their mindset? You know, they're they're looking at um, what is that book called? The Secret, right? They're, or they're watching it on Netflix, Got or it. or they're reading you know, Secrets of the Miller Mind, or Thinking Grow Rich, and everybody's talking about the universe, the universe, the universe. What do you have to say about Who, that? Who's the creator to you? The Lord. No, I'm saying so I'm, that's asking, the I'm asking them. He's asking yeah, rhetorically. Who, who, when yeah. You see, yeah, who's the creator to you? And what's interesting about that question is if there is a creator. That means um, the creation always has responsibility, right? In other words, if I have a creator, then I'm created. I have a responsibility to to uphold what the creation was 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 destined for or done. You know, why why be created? Like why, we said, why purpose, is anything purpose, created? Purpose. It's true, but I'm saying the reason why I don't want to acknowledge that, though, if I acknowledge that the creator is God, right, is a supreme authority, mm. not just not just a not just a random, you know, set of, of string Abstract, of atoms, you yeah. know. But yeah. if there's an authority that created me, then now what am I subject subjected to? That authority. Mm, I'm right. subjected to that. So I'm trying to reject that is the that is the will and way of man at its purest pl- place. Yeah. We are wanting to always push authority out. Push yep. authority out. I yep. want to be my own person. I want to be mm-hmm. but what the most beautiful principle you can embrace is realizing that authority is your protection. Mm. When I when I walk into a room now, when I walked into All In, all I was looking for is who's in charge. You know why? It's really easy for me to be in a room once, once I know who's in charge. You know why? Who has the responsibility at that point? Mm. Where's the weight of responsibility really rest at that point? Mm-hmm. You. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it rests. Yeah. I don't have to no. worry about this building. I'm not paying rent here. <laughs> you know, I'm not yeah. worried about the, the employees and what's well, going on Well, this is here. Alex's building. Got it. This is his building. Yeah, yeah. our oh, building's we, across. Yeah, but I get it. Understood. Yeah, understood. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand what I'm saying. I don't. That that. Yeah. Just using an, an analogy. But the point is, this. That's that's how I asked him. I, I In other words, my. I'm not here to convince, force, and convince anybody. That's not our calling. Mm. Our calling is to be the light by example. So I love what Saint Francis said. You know, about this very question, he says. Uh, you should always be preaching the gospel everywhere and when necessary use words it's mm. mm. a really powerful i mean it's just wow yeah. can so, you elaborate a little on that so, so you're basically living your it out life, in your, your life your life is so the brain. gospel and nobody yes. anybody around you is going to know that you're submitted to the creator so when so when the way you live your life the way i live my life so if if they're saying the creator and and you want to really hey you want to dive into that with them say who is that to you and, and if they give you any answer other than the Lord, other than God, then that gives that opens up the opportunity for discussion. I mean, then you're going deeper. That, now you're going to talk, say, well, how did you come to that? How did you draw that conclusion? What, where, where are you let, drawing that conclusion from? Let Amazing. me tell you, there was, there was a time when Paul, he goes into Mars Hill, right? And there's, there's, it's, a, it's a place of temple worship, mm-hmm. tons of worship going on, right? And they were high, highly religious people, whatever. And they have all of these gods around this temple. And so Paul goes in, he's an athlete, he's observing it, right? And he's like, man, this is amazing. Now, he knows the law that says, do not raise up or put any other God before me. Mm-hmm. 
Paul could have gone in there, gone on a soapbox, and started preaching and hollering and screaming, saying, what in the world are you guys doing? You should mm-hmm. destroy all these idols in your mm-hmm. life and cramming it down their throat. But instead, Paul starts walking around to the people and he says, hey, I want to just say, this is amazing. And, and I'm really proud of you guys for how, how I see that you're a religious group of people. And this is really awesome. But this is fascinating. I've never heard this, so it is he, he, wa- he walks over to this one place. Now, they're surrounded by statues, but there's one place where a statue was supposed to be, but there's no statue there. And there's an emblem that says the unknown God. Mm. Now, they were so religious and so deeply concerned with doing the right thing that they even, just in case they missed one of all these gods, they said, we're going to put one here called the unknown oh, God, God, put nothing here just in case. So here's wow. what Paul does. Instead of Paul browbeating them and force-feeding his, his Christianity and his the gospel, resurrection of yeah. the gospel down the road, he says, can I, can I tell you about who the un, this unknown, can I tell you who he is? And he says, i got to tell you a story. I was one day walking down Damascus Road, and he says, I'm, I'm as far away from God as I could possibly be. And I followed him, and he gives his, he tells his conversion story, and he talks about Jesus, right? And this, and this revival breaks out, and people are like, now, some were mocking. You're always going to have some who For mock. For sure. Right? Yeah. There were some who immediately said, we're stepping in. This is, this is what we want to follow. Mm-hmm. And then there were some who said, Paul, this is a fascinating story. This narrative is on. When you come back, we're going to be right here waiting for you. We want to continue this conversation with you. He opened the door. He didn't try to force feed. He mm-hmm. didn't try to change. It was just a moment where he, he, he captivated what he was in, what he saw. Wow. And as John was just describing, saying, let me tell you, you guys are, this is what you're seeing, this is what you're doing. Let me tell you what this is about. Let me tell you what it means. And I believe when we do that with love and compassion and kindness and a real, can I tell you the hardest thing you're ever going to do in your entire life is get out of the way. Is get, get, out get, of, get out of get, your own get way. Get out of your own way yeah, and let get God out of take over. Way. Absolutely. Right. That's that the hardest is the thing. hardest thing. It I is know the that. hardest thing you'll ever do. Every time you get up to speak at Momentum and Freedom and whatever you get, get business deals, getting out of the way and saying, Father, what do you want? Can you imagine going to a business deal and thinking that you were going in to make some big, gigantic thing, but because you were so accustomed to getting out of the way and letting God do his thing, he says, hey, you're not going in to close this deal. You're going in to speak life to this person because they just lost their a family member, or they're going through a divorce, and they they prayed today and asked for something for a sign, and you're that sign. Can you imagine walking in that kind of humility and that you know being that surrendered? But that's what this is about. That's what we're talking about here. And so, I really do believe that it, it comes down to us it's being surrendered and being willing. Okay. Wow. Pain. So, ten years, I went into entrepreneurship. Like I said, I was working for a company, but I started a company as well and re- reached all the goals. Um, my uh, addiction was to uh, save people from my own strength. Uh, so I would try to beat the God for that person. So I would protect people from their own pain that would drive them into change that would that would alter what God was ultimately doing in their life. That's an easy statement to say, but it's really, really deep when you consider um, what codependency truly is, mm. doing, for, doing something for someone that they've been given the power and authority to do for themselves and should be doing for themselves. But they won't. So, But they won't because they haven't had enough pain yet because we stand in the way and won't let them have enough pain. So uh, that addiction, by the way, uh, human addiction is stronger than heroin. Um, and um, it, heroin, you have a 99% chance return rate on heroin, if you know anything about addiction. Wait, what, what does that mean? So you do it again. if you if oh yeah, you're gonna yeah okay. if you if you, if you say I'm quitting heroin even today with, with no plan with no, no plan no help no, you have yeah. a 99% chance of returning <clears throat> even it's if it's like five years down the line like 99% chance yeah. you're, you're gonna do heroin That's again scary. 
So um, that that statistic uh, dwindles as as the years go by. When you said five years, it's an interesting number because that's actually um, you have a. 28% chance, I haven't looked at the numbers in the last year, but it's a 28% chance that you would return at that point. So you have over almost right at 75% that if you make it five years, or you'll go longer. So, and, but, it, and, but know, it's always there. After you. the podcast, I, I, it seems that you are uh, experienced in, in this area. So I actually have to ask you a few personal questions, right? Because like I told you, my mother has been off drugs since March of 2017, and I moved her. I, I promise, hey, you know what? Mom, if if you get this right, you know uh, you're gonna be my mother again. I mean, I love you. You're my mother and everything. I always I'm gonna be there for you as your son, but I'm gonna move you in. I'm gonna move you into the house, and I did. Mm -hmm. I moved her in, and she's been living with me uh, for two years. But now I'm trying to get her her own place. You know, she's she's early 60s, and she needs her own place. Mm -hmm. You know what my biggest fear is, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, mm -hmm. for her to of course for her to yeah. rebound back yeah. to that. So yeah. I have a lot of questions to ask you in regards to that. Okay, I got it. yeah, about <laughs> principles and how I can try my best to avoid that. Absolutely. So okay. my addiction uh, drove me to a suicide attempt that was uh, very uh, real. Uh, a few times that um, should have a few times in the same moment that should have uh, made the gun go off and. Um, so I knew there was a divine intervention, and that uh, that changed the course. There, the course shifted from that point. I had a desperation that it was so dark and it was so heavy um, that um, what's interesting typically is a lot of times when people uh, are brought into my life, and we were talking about this with Alex yesterday, a lot of times it's because they're, they have either faced the same demon or are, are currently struggling with that demon. Mm. So a lot of times when I'm when I'm brought into a mentorship with somebody uh it's because and i know this it's a life or death with them mm -hmm. wow it's a life or death Jesus. so um yeah i mean uh, and the disaster of those 10 years in my early adult years were just disastrous you yeah. know um abuse i was involved in an abusive relationship that i again kept trying to fix kept trying to fix kept trying to fix yeah. um and sat through all kinds of pain mm. you know just Took on took took on the pain. Yeah, yeah. Doc, yeah, mine was um, approval addiction, and so every decision I made was made through the lenses of I need you to like me. Mm. And um, a lot of people struggle with that right now, especially oh, yeah. with today's social media. Oh yeah, yeah. especially oh, yeah. everybody's. I out can't imagine to... being a young person growing up today with the addiction that I had. It, it was it Jeez. was so severe for me that I mean, in debilitating that I you know I would make decisions with women even after married, you know, and um, married women and getting involved in relationships because I needed that approval. I needed them to like me and. Mm. Um, it drove me to a, a um, it drove me to to my greatest pain point, where I got involved with somebody that was so you know I talked a little yeah, bit prior yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. it was so wrong mm -hmm. and and I you know it was so against anything that God had and established. And it's, it's always like John said yesterday, the person that you just don't see coming. Yeah, right? well, I didn't see it coming at all. Yeah. In fact, it was it was a full on blindside, and. Um, you know that that's when I realized. I at that point when I hit that low with that, and I was in. I started to get involved in this very inappropriate relationship. 
I realized at that point that something was terribly wrong, but I didn't know what it was. But it, but I, but I knew that the pain of what was, what, what the pain was causing and what it was bringing, I said, I don't want to live with it. I, I, I'd rather die than live in this. Mm. And that statement is what got me, and what we call into the room is what put me in front of my mentor, mm. who's an who's an 83 year old woman, <laughs> um, who is just, you know, just an unbelievable godly woman. But God knew I needed an 83 year old woman to humble me. Unbelievable. But I sat in the room, and uh, it was at that moment. That you know, in fact, she the first question she said to me was, "What's the deepest, darkest secret that you have?" And I said, "I'm not, for, I'm not telling you <laughs> I, that. Yeah, I don't even know you yet." Yeah. yeah. Well, I knew her, but here's yeah. what she said. She said, "Remember this." She said, "You're not going to go any further than this secret. She, you will stay as sick as your deepest, darkest secret. Mm. And when you let go of this shit, if you're holding on to it, it's holding on to you, and you can't go any further." And I looked and said, "I don't, I don't want to say that. I don't want to share. I was terrified, right? Why?" I'm approval addict. I don't want you to think less of me, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, she said, okay, you can walk right outside that door and uh, let me know when you're ready. And I look back at the door. John does that a lot now. Yeah, I look back at the door and I looked at her and I knew if I walk out that door, I'll never walk back in because I'll die. It'll be the end of me. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I started to share, and that's when that's when God began to shift and change him, and that's when I stepped into the principles, this this life that we're you know you and I are walking out together. That's beautiful. Yeah, we uh, I know you. If you have a question, we have we have a bunch of questions, guys. I want to. Hey, don't forget, we got to get to an airport soon. So. Oh, you're you're still. You got plenty of time. You got a little. I don't want to miss a flight, man. We got to smoke a cigar. These are the guys. These are the guys. We do have to smoke a cigar, but these are the guys that said they actually like really sealed the deal of their relationship because they missed the plane. Did you hear that? Yeah. That's, that's right. You're, yeah, yeah. You guys all missed on the, the plane together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, that's a good point. We yeah. got stuck uh, overnight yeah. talking all night at the airport. Yeah. Like, that's the first time we. Yeah. I don't have it in there. Our buddy uh, Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis. That is. That is. I, I love Aaron. That's a really good friend. He's very spiritual, by the way. But so go ahead. his question is What are your guys' thoughts on dot, 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 Christ not living as a. F- a cr- Christ not as a living figure? but rather a mythical master psychologist whose miracles and parables demonstrate the power of creative thought. There's, uh, there's 500 witnesses that uh, testified and wrote um, in, in uh, a historical context. So we're taking an archaeological standpoint right including now. Including women. Yeah, but just for, forget the Bible. Yeah, yeah including just, women. Just, yeah. just taking an archaeological standpoint. If we were to, if we were to assume what... Um, what's being presented as uh, as the possibility of Jesus. If we were to assume that, then we would be negating what history has declared through archaeology, meaning the writings and the testimonies of, of at least 500 people that saw him after his death. So there's a testif- testimonies of his life, testimonies of his death, and testimonies of his resurrection, 500 testimonies. Wow. So if you, and, and by the way, writers that aren't just biblical writers, but even if it were just biblical writers, remember these were individual books coming from different regions. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so, and these people were willing to die for that. They, they went to their graves and faced gruesome deaths, getting bo- some of them boiled by oil, burned at a stake, cut off. Yeah. crazy things. I mean, all of martyrdom for a lie. For that. It, it literally historically makes no sense. And, and one other thing about the, the Scripture, taking the Scripture for, for the value that it is, uh, beyond all the supernatural things that brings a 1,500-year-old book, writings, writings over 1,500 years, over 40 Author. authors, um, over a 1,500-year period of time, incongruence. It's completely, it's a complete impossibility. But just taking that fact, I just want to take this out, and I want to say this one thing to that point. Um, 
So if we were to take this Bible and say that we have to now take that that book, that library of books is really what it is, that library of books, and change the origins of how we know they, they came about, then every other, the Iliad, the Odyssey, all the things that don't even hold even a close, not even a close second. For example, your closest second manuscript from those time periods is 400 copies. They have 60%, 70%, most of them, in disagreement. Yeah, of the Iliad the script, and the Odyssey. The Scripture has 98% congruency in in its... Wow. In wow. its, in its, uh, it's pretty accurate. In and its by, accurate. As far, as far as the translation... Or, over or, uh, a 1,500-year period of time, the Iliad and the Odyssey insane. was just a small little pocket of yeah. time when it was written, yeah. right? So, so yeah. I would just say we would have to change history on all the other subjects, too. So in other words, you, you can't just throw... Like, we don't want to throw Jesus under the bus without throwing every other thing that we have under the bus. What did he say, though, about <coughs> him being a... He said Christ, to him being Christ not living... Christ not as a living not a figure, real person, but no, rather right. a mythical master psychologist whose miracles and parables demonstrate so, the power of creative thought. So here's what I will say: He was a master. He was a, he was mystical. He was he was spiritual. He was you know created miracles. He was all of those things, but not in a mythical, whimsical sort of that's fair, yeah, fair, that's yeah, fairy tale. Yeah. He was not, a real not like person. The Wizard of Oz. That's, I mean, that's, right. that is a good question. No, it's a great. He question. was yeah. and is a real person of history. I think about. I just want you to think about this one thought: Why is the calendar? B.C. A.D. It used to be. I know. Wow. But why? But why, well, why do we have a, a world shift in our calendars? What's the date? Before who's, Christ, who's, after death. Who's it surrounding? One right. individual. Trust right. me, the guy lived. Yeah. He yeah. was here. Christ. Trust me. Yeah. And then recently, right, a few 10 but years ago or whatever, that, they changed but the But all the, the world's calendars don't shift right. because, because of a mythical one, creature. Right. Absolutely. Or mystical Actually, figure. he's the only individual to ever yeah. do that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and, and when I said there was women testimonies, oh yeah, yeah that was the first. That's a big deal. Well, they were you the know first. that back in the day, that's brother, a big deal. That was the first. Yeah. Women weren't respected to they be were the first. to be legal the witnesses. The declaration of the resurrection came from the voice of a woman. Think about this for a minute. The two greatest events in the history of the world were started by women. That's right. The fall of mankind was Eve. Mm-hmm. That was where it all began, and the resurrection was demonstrated and declared by women. Mm. Those are the two greatest events in history. Unbelievable. Women were at the helm. Yeah. So we better start empowering our women. Anyway, Absolutely. I, I digress. <laughs> yeah, I love That's that. another show. <laughs> yeah, let's let's ask more. Uh, uh, Dustin says, can we have these shows weekly? <laughs> My brother, you just got to find a great church. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, Zadie uh, Sarez says, even the Muslim religion acknowledges the existence of Jesus. Great point. She's right. right? Yep. Well, he, well, Muslims, hold on a second. Muslims, it's, it's a great... It's a great thing to, to find commonality in, um, in all world religion. Yeah. But what's interesting about Judaism and Muslims and Christianity is we all point to the same father, Father Abraham. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. It, we, all, we all come back to the seed, our, the seed that we look to for our salvation through the father uh, Abraham. And when you take time to really research... Uh, um, the beginnings of, of Muslim, you know, 600 years after Jesus. Um, I really believe Muhammad. Um, Muhammad was was a he respected Jesus. If you if you find out his life, he he had a, a great respect for Jesus. Believed that he was a prophet, um, and I believe that um, in that research um, on your own there, 
you'll also find some commonalities to start discussions with Muslims about coming back and reevaluating what what Muhammad said about Jesus and then bringing them to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I know it's happening all over the Middle East right now. They're the some Jesus, of the biggest revivals right yeah, now in the world are happening, happening in underground in the Middle East. Yeah. Mm. I mean millions of gathers anyway. Yeah. And and real quick, um our religions it says uh our religions agree that the father of Abraham is God. Uh, okay, that's beautiful. All right, more more questions. Um, we'll do about two more minutes of Q&As, unless you guys have more that you want to spill on. I mean, real, there's... Yeah, we do, but good Lord, man. We could be here until... Real quick. Miss no, our and, and flight. So, uh, Aaron, the gentleman that asked the question, he said, uh, my, my above uh, statement wasn't really a question... It, my above comment wasn't really a question over well, a statement. This is a great... Co- this is great content, guys. My studies and beliefs are leading me to believe all stories of the Bible unfold in the minds of the individual man. Mm-hmm. So nothing to say on that? Well, uh, I don't know exactly what he means when he says the individual man. Does he mean himself or the self? Like, in other words, himself or the author? Soul, self. The, okay. bi- the Bible itself. I, 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 can I just speak to that real quick? Yeah. I will say that it, it's, that's, a good, that's a right statement because he has an understanding of God. Here, here's what I love about God. All of us have an understanding of God, and God's not intimidated by by any of them. So, you know, there's a writer in Proverbs that said, um, one of the writers, he said, trust in God with all your heart and don't lean to your own understanding. Mm. Right? Now watch this. If I were to take, the, we were to take these two cups, right? And mm-hmm. this cup right here was filled with water to the top, and this one only had cu- had water, you know, just a, a little bit of water in it, right? Yep. And this was this represented your faith. This cup represented my faith. If you took this cup and it only had just a tiny bit of water, but you poured it all in, would that all would that be all of the water in the cup, all the faith in the cup? If you took that and poured all that water out, would you be pouring all of it out? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So whether you have a little bit or a lot, he's saying, I don't want you to compare your faith. I just want you to take what you have right now and and give give it it to me. me. All is all. Go all in. Yeah. All is yeah. Go all in. All is all. all. In. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how much you have, what you have. Just press in with it. The and I'll do the rest. To Aaron's point. To Aaron's point. The Bible is alive, and um, whether or not we um, we find our, an agreement on on the validity of what we're reading in Scripture, as far as uh, historical actual fact. Um, what I do know is that the Bible's alive, and when mm-hmm. you assign yourself mm-hmm. to go all in to the principles and truths of the Scripture, God's going to di- to direct your heart and mind into His truth, and the Spirit will guide you if mm-hmm. you stay submitted and surrendered to that, Aaron. So it's alive. The book's alive. Yeah. Uh, I like the verbiage that you gave there, actually, because it, <laughs> when it becomes alive in your own mind and heart, yeah. it, it will you will see things and have wisdom that I wouldn't be able to see and yeah. have when yeah. I'm reading it. By the way, we, we have to celebrate a spiritual breakthrough. Uh, Christo, uh, his name is Cristo, mm-hmm. like Christ, mm-hmm. yes. Cristo Arenas. He says, now that I have plans to start a business, I'll be honest, fixing my relationship with God has been the last thing on my list. <laughs> I told myself that I'll go back to God after I've accomplished my goals. I now see that mm. it's supposed to be the other way around. Bro, this is this made my whole day right here. Yeah. That Amen. right there made my whole Amen. day. Right amazing. on, man. Amazing, right? Hey, ask, tell him how, however we can help him with that. Let, tell reach him to reach out. out. Christo, yes, yeah. definitely reach out uh, to them. Guys, so uh, we're, we're coming down to the time. Uh, any last remarks or words on your mind that you want to uh, freely speak? Uh, I would just say to to all the listeners to to do the best they can to evaluate where they are right now in their life, to be 100% honest with themselves, to quit 
quit living out the 3 p.m. version and become honest about the 3 a.m. version. Mm. There's things in their life that are broken. There's patterns that need to be interrupted. And to, to do whatever they can to reach out, to speak out, to find a mentor. Again, this is super hard to say because it's it's it, it takes some work. It takes some direction. Carlos, maybe there's something that we do beyond this that can help the people that are listening that really are, are reaching out for that. Um, but I but I do believe that it needs to begin with their own evaluation and, 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 you know, and being true to themselves. Uh, you know, let me say this, right? Because a lot of folks, uh, like I said, I qualify you as my first mentored. You're my first and foremost. You didn't ask me for money. You know, you didn't. But I'm not opposed to people paying money for mentorship. Mm. Okay? Now we pay... He pays money to another mentor. We pay money to a consultant, right? You start, and I'm not saying that. People can find free mentorship, and and, and they will, right? Yeah. But, you know, you are officially my first mentor. And before I started saying, hey, this is my spiritual mentor with authority, with confidence, I had to see what kind of, not fruit, but what type of uh, knowledge you were going to feed into me. I didn't start calling you my mentor until after session Second. three. Yep. Yep. You see? Because a lot of folks these days, right, they, they, they jump around from men, from men to men to man to man to man to man. They're just calling mentors everywhere, and they, they conveniently call the, the people that they, you know, they want to leverage or they're conveniently uh, 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 appealing to call, oh, that's my mentor. Look at this guy. He's my mentor, right? Yeah. They jump around, right? They jump around and do that. And all I'm saying is do not do you, you have to vet the people that you are going to consider and call a mentor. Carlos, you know what the definition of a true mentor is? What is it? One someone brings to light. Someone who's willing to hold you accountable at the highest level. Mm. A mentor is not someone you get to brag on because they made a lot of money and they're teaching you business deals. That's that's somebody that's a, that's a coach. That's somebody who's training you. That's a that's a that's a teacher. Yeah. A, a true mentor is someone who's willing to hold you accountable at the highest level. Are you ready for this? You can be no. held accountable. The only way it works is if you're willing to be held accountable at the highest level. Mm. And 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 the mentor can't give you what they don't do themselves. Right. So we're all being mentored. We you we, know, can, we can't give what we don't have to give. Right. I've been I've been with Rosie, the eighty three year old he was talking about for seventeen years. I meet with her every Monday and and haven't stopped for seventeen years. And I want to speak to to what he just said because I just felt like the spirit when you asked me his closing remarks. My closing remarks would be number one, if you are um, if you are pursuing entrepreneurship and have connected to this uh, podcast or are um, thinking about going to the next level, I, I don't believe that uh, Sal, Carlos, and Alex could be, you, you can't find a better choice. So I'll say that to you. Wow, um, thank you. I believe that. Uh, I've been thank around you. I've been around for a long time. Well, you, and not I've only seen, that, but you've, you, you, are, you guys are consistently around some high, high level people that we're just drops in a bucket. It, it's, well, it's, it's <laughs> great. It, but, but I'm talking about guys that are going to care about you, teach you, and, mm-hmm. and walk you the journey and not just Amen. have a, a weekend event and pump you up and show you pictures of jets and, and cars and all that garbage. Jesus. Um, um, they're going to re- they're gonna really walk you through what's yeah. supposed to be done. So uh, that's first. The second thing I'll say is look for us um, because I know who we are. So look for us. Uh, we will have um, we've, we've been uh, putting together a, um, a process to where we can include a lot more people in the mentorship program. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so you can look for us and we will um, 
we'll, we're, we're here to be on the journey with you. And if you're at a desperate situation now mm. where you're so spiritually bankrupt mm. that you need an answer right away, um, I really mean this. Reach out, and uh, we will get you an answer, and, 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 uh, be, a, and can, be a partner with you. Where now. can they? Yeah, yeah where can you? they reach you? Uh, guys? I don't. I thought there was a, a live chat going on here now. There but, is, but if, huh? The, there, there's a live chat. There's now. a live chat, uh, but if you want to go to it, follow the doc, follow the and, doc and on Instagram, um, and then I do meetings every. What about week. Elite, uh, elite, elite Warrior? Warrior. Yeah. Uh, let me give you the email. That's real a pri- quick. that's a private deal, but we'll. Uh, well, let me just give you the email. Can I give them the email, please? It's Elite Warriors. So at gmail.com. Elite Warriors SO. SO at okay. gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we'll you know put what's, in the description. You know what's crazy is, you know, I, I told Doc, I said, hey, you know, Doc, I want you to know one thing. Um, you know, whether you want this or not, and he doesn't, right? I said, when I be, when my life begins to change the way it has, you know, there's gonna a lot of there's gonna be a lot of people wondering what's going on, who's Who's pulling some strings here, right? God. Right. God's doing. And yeah, and and, uh, and he was like, "Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I have the bandwidth to take on so many, you know, take on people." Mm-hmm. And and I told him, I said, "This would happen, just like I told my buddy Keith Everett. Hey, Keith, when you come into this podcast, your life is going to change forever, mm-hmm. right?" Yeah. And to this day, like I, he might be watching because you know Keith is a he, he's a servant of God. Like this mm-hmm. man is also this man reads the Bible more than anybody I know aside from you guys <laughs> and maybe you know Ed, right? So, uh, but I, I told him I said, hey, you know, it, I just want you to know that you know if if God does something amazing here, you know, just just be ready because there's people that are gonna want to know. A lot of us need this. This. Yeah. A lot of us need this. We're putting it together for you guys. I I um. I do a meeting every week uh, online on Tuesday nights uh, through my my nonprofit Newfound Family, and all we do is a principal review and give people the opportunity to share. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you can do that at newfoundfamily.com. And so online, you can check in live, and you can actually uh, put your you can share online, and you get shared into our meeting uh, publicly mm. as well. So it's a seventeen. We've been doing it 17 years, and like, I, I'm saying that to anybody that may be feeling desperate right now. I don't want I, my my one thing is I don't, I never want you to 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 think that there's not an answer. I believe that too. I, I mean that I really believe there wasn't, which is why I put a gun in my mouth. But I'm telling you, there is an answer, and I can I can prove um, now through thousands and thousands of stories and lives that have been altered or being altered um, that there is a supernatural gifting and power that is available to you when you submit and surrender and walk out the journey that uh, we're walking together we're all walking together wow. i, I want to just confirm this what john yeah. is saying the lord is just telling me that we're, there's somebody on this call watching that ha- that we're supposed to be praying for specifically and so can we close this in prayer yeah. and i just i want to pray for whoever that is i just in yeah. my spirit is that resonating absolutely absolutely uh, Father, I don't know who the person is, but there's somebody who's watching who is at that place of desperation, and um, uh, they're they feel alone, um, they feel disconnected, they feel isolated, they feel like they're in a silo right now, and and they they don't see any way out. Whoever that person is, Father, I mean, I just, it's so heavy on my heart. We were supposed to pray for them today. Whoever they are, I'm asking God right now that you will, in this moment, do for them what they cannot do for themselves, and that you will give them the courage to reach out, uh, Father, and um, to whomever it is. And if it's even that there's a connection here to 
Carlos and his organization here or, or John and I, whatever, God, that, that you'll give them the courage to reach out, God, because their life does matter. Uh, they do have purpose. They're here and they, they exist for a reason. And there's something, God, that you want to do with them and through them. And so I'm praying, Father, that you'll just help them to, to step in and to press into that. And we thank you for what we were able to experience here together today. Because what we did, we didn't do it ourselves, Father. We did in the supernatural. And we know, God, that you did it. And, and great things are going to come from this, Father. And we just claim it, declare it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That is, uh, that is episode 34. By the way, before we log out, uh, if you're still tuned in, which a, a lot of you stay tuned in, uh, can you guys please show this prayer has me crying. That's my fiance, soon to be wife, which I, you guys will get to meet her very soon, God willing. Um, guys, if, if you guys enjoyed today's episode, I told you guys this is going to be powerful. Uh, please show some love, show some hearts, show some uh, thumbs up. And, uh, you know, we, we absolutely love you guys. You know, we love you guys. We know. We know, like we know, like I was saying earlier uh, on 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 uh, Instagram. I said, "Hey," I said, "You," I said, "I love you." Mm. I said, "You know, you love me." Like the way you're supporting us, like that's just love. You know, it's it's just love. You don't support people out of just to support people. You know, what my brother taught me. He says this, and we say it now within our family and everywhere we go. I love you more than life. Mm. And no one has ever said that before. Before, before John, and uh, you got to real quick tell him why you say that, and we'll. Uh, close it out with that. Yes. yes. I say I close I close it out with everybody. I really mean this. I, I love you more than life. So when the Father challenged me um, to to live, and I say he challenged me to live here on earth because I would have left myself, his words were to me, is like, hey, you're not supposed to be here today. When I woke up that morning, I said, it was it was humbling. It crushed me to the ground. And I said, you're right. If I had my own will and way, I, w- I would have, I would not be here today. Mm-hmm. So 24 years later, <clears throat> Oh, 20, 21 years later, I get up every morning, I still say the same thing. Uh, Father, I'm not supposed to be here today, so I'll do whatever you want me to do. Mm. That's all, that's it. That's my whole life's journey. Mm. Not, there's nothing else to, uh, there's no other secret to, to my life. If anybody say, hey, well, I need the secret to your life, I say, I'm going to walk you through principles that helps you stay in a place where you can say, Father, I'm not supposed to be here today. Without you, I can do nothing, so whatever you want me to do, I'll do. With that statement, he challenged me to love the way that he loves and taught me to love the way he loves. And here's when I say I love you more than life. What I mean is I love you enough to get out of my own will and way for your best. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Love Amen. you guys. God bless you. you. Yep. Thank you love man. you guys. Thank you. Yes, Episode sir. 34, guys. Thank you so much. God bless you guys. Peace.